Welcome to Fire Breathing Kittens, a standalone Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Every episode is a separate, complete adventure, so you can listen to them in any order. We are joined by Rolo. Hello, I'm Rolo Specklebottom, and I am a 10th level sorcerer. I wear a dirty cloak, even though I recently came into some money and I'm looking for a new look, uh, look uh, and I ride my mount Nacho, a capybara adorable olive hey everybody olive is a bipedal crocodile she's a level 10 monk and i guess we're describing what we wear wearing a white jedi style robe and baggy brown pants how's her waistline doing these days oh olive is down 10 pounds since she started monking congratulations thanks all right and we have crud the third dr crud the third Thank you, thank you. you. Yeah, you need to put that uh, that title in there. I, I earned that quite, quite. Uh, it was quite hard. Mm. Uh, Doctor Crud is a eight foot tall, five foot wide, uh, locks it on level ten doctor. He is still not wearing his traditional costume anymore. He is wearing his forty year old out of date military uniform. He is also armed now. He has uh, sheathed at his side his bone saw, and uh, he has a holstered hand crossbow. My goodness. And we have Beans. Hello, my name's Beans. I'm a tortoise shell tabaxi. I like wearing my poncho hammock, which is a mixture of a poncho and a hammock, so I can sleep anywhere, which is um, a lot more useful now that um, Crud's got rid of his um, beans pockets. I can't remember remember whether I said that joke last time, but it's always worth repeating. Anyway, I'm a level 10 monk slash rogue, and I'm just having, uh, having a good time. Well, try to anyway. All right. Well, you are all hanging out in the the guild hall. It's it's a very early morning. Um you know, the, the guild hall is uh, a bar along one side and a corkboard full of job flyers, usually, uh, on the other side. And, uh, you know, there's usually a few friends around. What are y'all doing? Dr. Crud comes walking in with a barrel under each arm. Hey, Nusi, I got your uh, blood delivery. And he sets it down on the bar for her. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> Well, thank you. Just put it right over there. Not in the middle. Come on. Over back there. All right. Um, Crud, what blood was that from again? Um, just making a list. That, that's the, uh, the, uh, the, quote, chicken blood that is served here for one person. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought it might have been that, um, like blood from maybe a hydra or a... I don't know. What what else do we have around here? A, a big, big, um, big cow. Okay, never mind. The bartender looks at you. Definitely chicken. Okay. Okay. Retracted. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Um, so, Kratz brought in a load of blood. Olive usually looks like she wants to eat me. Um, Rolo, you, you don't seem threatening. Hi. I'm tiny, and uh, so as a halfling, I am definitely uh, doing my main hobby, which is eating, and I'm having eggs and bacon and all kinds of, and pancakes, and pancakes with maple syrup. That is the consistency that I like it, thin. 
and I'm chowing down on that with uh, with beans, and I invite him over. Oh, yay, what are these? Eggs. They come from chickens, <laughs> like that blood. <laughs> okay. What size are these eggs? I, I mean, the eggs are normal size, but there's a lot of them, I guess. Okay, so probably actually chickens. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there are chickens, and then there's chickens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, those big ones turn you to stone. Those chickens, yes. I've heard of those. Well, what do you all think you're going to do today? Eat more chicken? <laughs> well, you better hope you're getting a paycheck then. When's the last time you checked your mail? Oh, we, we get mail? Uh... Yes, Olive, are you aware of the mailboxes here? Olive probably is not aware of most things, such as the species of animal she's been drinking the blood of, <laughs> that there are mailboxes. So, I'm going to go with a no there. Interesting. Huh. Yes, yeah, so you've probably never checked that mailbox. They're probably too high on the wall for me to even see, so... Oh, oh, those, those, those post boxes. Um, I might have used whatever was in there for my bedding. So, um, you could just go check in the corner over there if there's anything interesting. Um, last time I saw there was a load of different like adverts. There was something about a load of belts, and maybe like um, like a rain um hat, which was like an umbrella that goes over your head. It looked really interesting, but um. Yeah, I mostly sleep in that, especially if this is particularly important, like any tax documents, I, they're really comfortable. And also, I like, um, oh, yes, did, does anyone have a um, a subscription to um, Chicken Chaser Monthly? Does anyone have that? I, I, I guess that's me. Yeah, it was, it was just going to be a surprise. It was a gift subscription to you, Olive, but thank you, Beans, you ruined it. Whoa, this oh, is great. I mean, I wouldn't say ruins. It's it's still there, just in about 45 different pieces. Oh, so now you ruined, 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 ruined it. He added to it because now it's a gift and a puzzle. <laughs> oh, man. I get all the pieces, the 45 different pieces of chicken, and... <laughs> I put the chicken nuggets on the table near Rolo, and we start doing a breakfast puzzle. I get the tape. Okay. <laughs> uh, can you describe how you're how you're putting this 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 together? Poorly. I'm not sure if I see in color or not as a crocodile. I haven't looked that up. So, with one eye, because like I tilt my, <laughs> so I've got a, a long snoot. With like 84 teeth or something like that. So I'm tilting my head so that I can get close to it, you know, to see the, the chicken. Okay. Rolo, I think, is probably helping me, right? Oh, I'm helping. Yeah. It, so we're taping the magazine up as best we can. And Gotcha. Uh, and as you go... I am a little nervous about all the teeth because I am so small and she's like, I feel like Olive's eyeballing me a little bit. And I and I'm just like Olive. We're you're probably my best friend in the fire breathing kittens. You know that, right? <laughs> my right medical expertise says yes. You can see in color, but you have really crappy day vision and really great night vision. Ah, that's what it is. Yes. So I'm squinting because it's just too bright in here, 
and I reassure, I, I'm definitely eyeballing you, Rolo, but it's only because I have to tilt my head like this to get my eye close to the chicken. <laughs> so could, the other eye is just definitely, yeah. We could get you some sunglasses. Okay, a crocodile with sunglasses looks really cool. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, is anybody else helping with this? No? Okay. Beans is literally at the table, and he's like, nah. <laughs> no, no. He just tore it up. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm cool. All right. Rolo and Olive, please uh, give me a perception check. We're going to have some very different uh, DCs here. 19. Oh, Non-natural okay. 20. Oh, so you actually both noticed that among the shreds of pictures of chickens, there is a white envelope addressed to Olive. Who gets it first? She rolled a non-natural 20, so I think her role being higher than mine should be um, first. Okay. All right. So, Olive, what do you do with this envelope? Hmm. Put it on a shelf, wait for a month, and then open it. <laughs> or a year. Yeah, I, that is entirely catch. your prerogative. No, no. I open it because I'm here and I can't really see the puzzle. So, okay. I open the letter. What does it say? Uh, are you reading it out loud or just to yourself? Out loud. That way, if it oh. rhymes, it'll sound nice. Ah, okay. It doesn't. Um <laughs> It's it is a letter from a Mr. Richard. Oh. Dearest Olive, how I long to see your stunning visage. The radiance <laughs> shining from you is missing from my life. Please come and visit me at once. Maybe I didn't read that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> is he talking about the glint off your teeth? Uh, so this is my my fellow crocodile person, Richard. That I so there. Okay, long story short, there was a button, and if you press the button, you get the thing that you most want in life. And I was like, I want um, <laughs> a guy with a job who's really into me. <laughs> so <laughs> press the button, <laughs> and, and out popped Richard. A portal appeared, and I stepped into a. A workplace surprised him. He was at work and was like, hello. And he was uh, pleasantly surprised. And we've been dating ever since. Is it a long distance thing? No, he's in Nicomui. Oh, I, I've never met him. I thought we were best friends. Ooh, burn. Would you want to meet him? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I really do. But I might have like a funeral that day. Who died? It might be mine. Um, depending on how, like, cool he is with halflings. Oh, we're, we don't eat people. Um, <sighs> okay. Well, I didn't know if that yeah. was, like, an individual choice or if that was all crocodilly people. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we officially have to call them, me. we officially have to call them crocodillies now. <laughs> <laughs> What's the crocodilio? <laughs> I mean, you, you know, Beans doesn't get this kind of judgment and neither does Dr. Crud the Third, and they're cat and elephant people. Cats are carnivores, and elephants are... They'll push over buildings for fun. Yeah, but I don't think beans could eat me. Well, ju I'm, well just, just because you haven't seen it doesn't mean we don't get it. Yeah, remember the peanut? Yeah, I wasn't there for that, but Crud's, like, talked to about that loads. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, you know, let's not victim blame here, because, I mean, I'm the one worried about getting eaten. You know, my predators. Have I ever eaten you before? <laughs> it only takes one time. It sounds like somebody needs to watch Zootopia. 
Well, at least you have a doctor here. If he eats you, I can cut him open and retrieve you. <laughs> See, you'll be fine as long as Dr. Crud the Third is here. Yeah. Right, right. You, you know what? I'm being foolish. You're right. You're right. If it helps, Olive, you know, is more likely to eat me than you because she eats like regular cats. Oh, okay. She well, does. I'm not that much bigger. I guess I feel better then. All right. Okay, so, look, if there weren't any stray cats, there wouldn't be a problem. So I'm just helping out with society. It's an ethical cat reduction program. I don't know. And they would starve. You're yeah. right. It would They're be pretty bad. cool. Yeah. Ethical. What is your alignment, Olive? Neutral good. I just want to help people. And I think that stray cats kill a lot of birds, and you really shouldn't let your cat outside. And if you do, it's your own fault. And then it's all injured, and it's outside and stuff. So I make it quick, and I make it a meal. Nothing goes to waste. That sounds like chaotic good, but okay. Because she hunts for her food? I don't know. I know I, I know quite a lot of those cats, so I wouldn't go so far as to say good. Well, how many birds do you know? I mean, the, quite a lot of big ones, but it very much is just a circle of life kind of thing. Because if you think about it, birds give birth to more birds than cats do to cats. Birds get eaten by cats. Cats get eaten by alligators. It's the circle of life. It's the circle of food. Also, mm. it moves us all. Anyway, this box you mentioned, Olive, um, do you have it on you? Because like, I could do with a box that just gives me a load of fish all the time. Box? The button. That was a button. The box. Oh. The button. Yeah. The button with the box. <laughs> I think I got there through a portal now that I'm thinking about it. So I don't know how to get back. Oh, that's a shame. Well, if you want fish, here, have some jerky. Fish jerky. You know I keep a supply for you. Ooh, yay. I will take some of that. Ooh, can I have some? Yes, you can. Thank you. I mean, be 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 prepared. It is quite salty. Um, So, you know, j- just keep an eye on that. Meanwhile, if we're going to go see Olive's, like, what do we call him? Like, uh, Olive's whatever. Um, Crud, <laughs> can I be a backpack? Because I don't really want to be in view just in case I do get eaten. Yes, you absolutely can be my cat pack. Oh, excellent. Thank you. And I will hop up onto Crud's shoulders. And, and Rolo, there's room for you up here, too, if you're really that worried. No, I'll, I'll, I'll ride Nacho, and he's he's pretty fast. Do capybaras and alligators get along? Like, because everything loves capybaras, right? So are there any capybara alligator chillin' pictures? Cause, hmm. Heads, she eats him. Tails, she doesn't. No, 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 no. I'm not going <laughs> to eat. No one's eating Nacho. Oh my goodness, it's so cute. Capybaras love alligators. Yay, capybaras, they're they're like the bros of the animal world. I'll send it in the chat. That's adorable. Also, they're kind of like bigger than alligators. Capybaras are pretty big. Yeah, they're, that's what I'm saying. That's why I can ride Nacho. My goodness, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I sent a picture, okay. Oh wow, yeah, that is a, that is a, he is a beefy dude. <laughs> Chillin'. Okay, officially capybaras and... Crocodilians, bestest of bros. Are those crocodiles? Those look like caimans. Eh, it don't matter. They're friends. Yeah, they are. In Nicomoy, we they're bros. <laughs> but once they cross the border, they become mortal enemies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think alligators are way more chill than you guys think they are. Like, we only eat once a week. Come on, like, how much do we... Rest of the time we just hang out. One cat a week. 
you can also go like two years without eating. Yeah. You eat rocks too, right? Probably. I don't know. Um, yes. <laughs> I'm going to introduce you all to Richard. A cross-cultural connection where we're going to do like a... Maybe we'll go to an art museum and go look at all the art together and have lunch at a nice art museum lunch place. And then I'll buy you all lunch. And then we can all just like do a peace trip together. Yeah. What do you guys say? Do you all want to go hang out with Richard for the day for some getting to know your neighbors? Anti-racism visit day. You had me a free food. I'll buy you lunch. I want to see you flit your nictitating eyelid at him. <laughs> we do get a little flirty. Yep. That that's okay. what I'm saying. Like I want I just want to I want to see that in action. <laughs> yes, okay. yes. So DM we're heading out to Go see Richard it. all together. Sure. Walk into the museum, museum, museum. We're walking <laughs> to the museum. We're following Olive. Do you guys know how to get to the museum? Well, I don't think we've ever been to the art museum before, have we? This this is the Natural History Museum. Oh, well, he works there. I doubt he... Oh, okay. You want him to be there? Okay. It It, it is morning on, like, on a, on a weekday. He He's he's probably going to be at work. Oh, oh, this is a special behind-the-scenes tour of the museum by someone who works there. Oh, that's great. It might be. We'll see what kind of mood he's in. Okay. All right. I go to the museum with my friends. Okay. Um, you walk up to a large marble building with pillars. It looks very grand. Um, there is a short line, uh, and a ticket booth. And you see a bee lady with, uh, a name badge that says Combi, um, taking, uh, taking money for admission. We're here to see an employee, Richard. Um, okay. One gold each, please. I pay for everybody. Because it's the peace trip. Ah, yes. Right along. She gives you all tickets and ushers you inside. Is there parking for Nacho? Um, I think I think he's allowed to come in with you as long as he's potty trained. Oh, he's allowed to come. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, no, he's fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, okay cool. then he'll come. I'm going to dismount, though, because I'm sure he wants to, like, stretch. Yeah. It's all, all marble flooring everywhere. N- no carpets or anything. Nothing he can chew on. Okay, excellent. Mm-hmm. So you guys are in a grand entryway, um, and uh, Olive, where where exactly do you think you would find Richard in here? Do you know like exactly what he does, what he studies here? I do, because I teleported in right to where he works that time. So I know that he works in a lab in the basement. I remember the basement part. Uh, which Which department do you think he works in? Antiquities. Antiquities. Okay. All right, yeah, there there are multiple signs around. Um, there looks like there are signs for a dinosaur exhibit, uh, aquatics, gemstones, volcanoes, ice age, and the last one is magical artifacts. Is there a giant worm exhibit for beings? Uh, I don't think we see that one just yet. I tried. Maybe. Who knows? Oh, that's okay. I know. I I already know they exist. And all, oh, and also with the the sign that says magical artifacts, um, do, does it just have? Um, is it like? Does it look like it's been like printed recently? Like it's um, had the word weird stuff crossed out and then magical artifacts written over the top. This is just some. <laughs> no, it looks very official. 
No, no, as, as in, um, it's just some continuity from previous visits. Oh. Time has passed. The museum has become less... Uh, yeah, I, so far as you can tell, the sign appears normal, but maybe they replaced it. Admittedly, that, that is just from me as DM having um, two adventures around this place previously. But yeah, they have replaced the sign. Uh, although you've been here before, maybe you should lead the way to find Richard. Yeah, Beans, we met you here at this museum. Remember? I don't know who Richard is. Oh, Beans, but you remember when we first met, we were here at this museum. Yeah, but that was like a, just like, a, like a year and a half ago, maybe. I was, you know, it was ages ago. We've been off on like a, a holiday since then. And there was this massive bee statue in the middle of the the thing. And that's that's gone now. And Are we in the lobby? Because I go to the yes. directory. Oh, sure. The little, and I look for anyone named Richard, and I know it's probably last name first, but like, you know, it's fine. I'll scan it. You do see a directory. The, the, the place is loosely split into, um, six sessions. Uh, and you do see under, uh, research staff, there is a Richard under the magical artifacts, uh, section. Okay. Oh, you know, I have been curious. What is his last name? Yeah, is it crocodilly sounding? Uh, it is Matthews. That's not like chomps a lot or something. <laughs> no, no. What? Don't be racist. It's not racist. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's not his ra- name is Richard Matthews, Doctor Richard Matthews. Who? Wow, he sounds boring. <laughs> well. Not all anthropologists can be Indiana Jones. All right, so uh, and he's in the, he's in the basement. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I I I say Olive. I think I found Richard. His last name is Matthews, and he's a doctor. Would you like to go to the basement to see him? Yeah, let's go. All right, it's this way, and I like start leading the way down into the basement. Yeah, because this is you... a very well signed live. Um, Museum. Well, of course, you can see that there there are the six doorways out of here into the uh, the different ones. You choose magical artifacts because that's where you saw his name. Right. Um. You walk into a large room full of glass cases with different things, mostly made out of gold. Um. You know, all of them have little signs on them and what they do, where they were found, who found them, what year, uh, the approximate history of them. Um, and you do see several doors. One of them does have a B marked above it. Oh, I think I found the bathroom. B for bathroom. Do you walk through the door? Sure, I can poop. Uh, okay. <laughs> you open the door and you find a staircase. <laughs> do you poop in the staircase? I can poop. I, I, I'm a little bit more evolved than that. I, I will decline that offer. Thank you, though. Uh-huh. All right. So what are you guys doing? Going down the stairs? <laughs> Pooping in the staircase. <laughs> what do you think? Who is leading? I, I, I think uh, Dr. Cud is. He uh, He's the one that opened the door looking for the uh, poop stairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to duck a little bit. And your, your shoulders definitely brush both, both sides of this. The people behind you can't see anything at all. You are just completely filling this relatively narrow corridor. You go down approximately one level, 
and you enter into a hallway. It's it's very different from upstairs. It, you know, upstairs was all gleaming marble, and here is very utilitarian, tile, drywall, you know, regular. Um, and there seems to be doors spaced relatively uh, closely through. It looks like small offices um, with different name badges on them. You do eventually reach a, a door. It says uh, 4B, um, and it has the name Dr. Richard Matthews, uh, anthropology magical artifacts on it i i think this is the door i knock on the door yes yes who's there your girlfriend uh, <laughs> hi <laughs> richard olive is that you oh my goodness i sent that letter days ago i thought something happened to you i'm fine <laughs> i'm uh, not good yes. at mail <laughs> yes you are oh come let me lay my eyes upon you come 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 she steps into the room and introduces her friends. This is Rolo. Well, hello, Rolo. Hi, Richard. This is Dr. Crud Third. My goodness, you're uh, I'm always happy to meet another doctor. We'll have to chat sometime. Is there a bathroom around here? I still need to go. Ah, uh, yes, it's labeled L. And then turn around, Dr. Crud Third. He twirls. That's Beans. Well, hello. hello. Hi, Beans. Do you want to hop off here, Beans? Or are you going to L? <laughs> oh no, I'm 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 okay here. Um, it seems he kind of wants to be alone with you, so it'd be kind of awkward to stay. Well, because I'm not going to the bathroom with Doctor Crud, but if you are, uh, I, I guess I'll just wait in the hall then. Well, all the girls can go to the bathroom together. Why can't all the guys go to the bathroom together? Well, you just said you could poop, <laughs> and I. You know, and you don't think they're all sitting in a stall chatting away with each other? I mean, that even if they are, that doesn't mean that I want to. Well, come on, give it a try. Don't knock it till you try it. Yeah, you never know what sort of shenanigans we can get up to in like the journey there and back. All right, all right, fine. Nacho, you in? And he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> I could poop." <laughs> Let's go poop. Richard is just looking at you all politely. <laughs> Those are my friends. <laughs> well, you are such a social creature. See you, Richard. You We're going to go take a poop. Uh, yes, yes. Have fun. Have fun. Uh, yes, yes. As, as I will. was saying, he he takes Olive's hand and starts delicately kissing each knuckle and claw. Delicately because of the teeth. We hurry away quickly. Yes, he, he's already made it up to her elbow. Um, um. We're gone. <laughs> Click uh, goes the so door. they're here today for for a, a intercultural exchange. So I think we should keep the PDA down just for today, um, just ah, yes, just because yes. it's a your first time meeting them. And uh, thank you. I will, I will attempt to restrain my enthusiasm. <laughs> I did specify to that button. There's someone who's super into me. Sorry, <laughs> this is what Olive <laughs> wants. Okay, so you guys poop. <laughs> yeah, how does that go? Well, they they still do not make bowls big enough for my behind. I have a similar problem. I'm very concerned. I'm going to fall in here. They don't even. Gonna, yeah, they don't even have child stalls for him. All right, I'm going to DM. Should I be making a like Constitution check for this? Uh, I think dexterity for pooping. I'm not pooping at him. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm just going in the hole and it's big. A hole that can't yeah, miss. I'm, I'm making. I'm saying dexterity for not falling in. Okay, 
Uh, you could probably go acrobatics then. Oh, yeah. Oh, true, that that's, too. That's true. Do I have... Let's see. Do I have... I don't. But we'll, we'll go ahead and roll. It's like you've got you've got a foot either side of the bowl and you're trying not to slip in. Oh, oh, good. I rolled a natural one for a oh, sum of in. three. You fell in. Uh, I'm this, sorry. Wait. It, it, it was a clean bowl, okay, but so you pre-poop. are now wet. Okay. Pre-poop. Pre-poop. I'm now wet. <laughs> okay, so um, I get out, and this time, instead of trying to sit on the seat, I just straddle it, like, standing on it, and I just poop from a squatting position over the toilet, resting my back on the back, and, and I, I, I also try to dry my feet off as much as I can beforehand so I don't fall in again. Okay. I, I, I think that works out better. Now should I make a constitution check? Because I, I sure. still feel like I want to see how much poop I got. Okay, go for it. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Oh, 14. A sizable log. Yeah, for you, sure. Respectable. <laughs> yeah. It's like the size of a human pinky. Yeah, I call over Dr. Crud and Beans and be like, see, here we go, guys. I did it. Aren't you proud? I am very proud of you, but, you know, you're no me. Take a look, well, take a I, look at mine. I want to see. Yeah, I mean, I'm interested. I'm interested. Constitution, Dr. Crud. That is going to be a constitution. That's going to be a 21. Ooh, you clogged the toilet. It's like and just it's like piled up over the rim, and I'm just like, that is... It wow. is. That's something, buddy. You just mm-hmm. you, you straight up destroyed that privy. All right, are you guys going to fix this privy, or are you just going to leave it? Leave it. That ain't my job. I don't okay. think you should... I think this should be, like, gilded. Are you kidding me? This is as big as I am. You can go get the curator and show them and see if they want to put an exhibit. That could be your personal mission. I mean, am I misunderstanding this? This is what girls do in the bathroom when they go together? Oh, yeah, I think so. That's why they take so long. They've got to unclog it all. Well, look, and they, they and got- admire it. I mean, can we post like a selfie of with the poop? It's going to take a while for we got to get somebody in here to carve it and paint it and that's going to be a that's going to be quite a chore. I wonder if I can magically gild it. Hmm. I'm going to think about this. Okay. Uh mean, meanwhile uh Beans uh pops back to the toilet cuz he's been outside in the bushes cuz he's a cat. Just goes, "Right guys, I'm done. Um everybody ready to Oh my What's that smell? Sorry. That's the smell of constitution. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't smelled that since we went skiing last. Crud. Um, he's a nervous skier. What can we say? I, I am. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, these feet on cold snow. I mean, come on now. Yeah, everybody else made that smell as well. They were terrified with you barreling, barreling towards them. Most people usually are terrified when I come barreling towards them. Like, like they ran. Yeah, I, I didn't even have to do the murder walk that time. Well, not that time, no. Maybe you should barrel less. I should barrel less? Yeah, if people are always afraid when you're barreling towards them, maybe you should do less barreling. Dr. Crud looks down at himself. I'll take that under advisement. It's okay, Dr. Crud. I mean, you be you, but... I'm always me. That's true. Should we get out of the bathroom? Uh, do you think they're done making out and, you know, making little crocodiles? I don't know. I imagine that she has to lay a clutch of eggs 
and bury them? You want to go ask her about it? Let's go. Okay. All right. You walk in the door and you see Olive and Richard standing a respectful distance apart, uh, chatting amicably. Richard is very interested in her day and wants to know everything that's been going on in her life. Uh, and he's just looking at her like a dog looks at steak. Are you guys done making babies now? <laughs> well, I I don't know her quite that well, but uh, maybe, maybe someday. <laughs> uh, Olive learns whether or not she can blush. I think she can. <laughs> she can. I believe she has before. Mm. So what brings you all to the... Uh, to the, the, the museum today. How, how, how can I help you? Well, Olive opened your letter. We've never met you. So Olive said, hey, let's go check out my boyfriend. He's really, really hot, and I love him very much. So here we are. <laughs> she, she said that, did she? <gasps> well, I mean, oh, I'm paraphrasing, God. but yeah, that's the gist we got. Olive, I had no idea. Uh, and, and if they meet you... Then you can help show them that we crocodilians are not all that scary because look how small Rolo is and look how just uh, skittish Beans is. And so they <laughs> got to be acclimated to crocodile folk. So <laughs> Beans is slowly edging out of the, of the room. That's true. Do, do you want to eat these two guys? Oh, of course not. I don't know where you'd get these ideas. We, I mean, just look around here. Let me show you around the, 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 the museum here. We have a wide variety of staff of all shapes and sizes, and oh, we get along splendidly. Well, if you, if you don't eat people, what's that skeleton in the corner doing? Oh, that's a, that's a study on anatomy. Okay. That, You're saying it, I'm a lawyer. All right. I'm a doctor. <laughs> I mean, not that kind of doctor, but he gestures at, 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 at Dr. Crud. I am. But a doctor, nonetheless. Oh, like, no, 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 not the, not the good sort of doctor then. The... No, no, not. <laughs> My mother's very disappointed. Did I do that right, Crud? Is that how, that's how you told me to say that, right? Yeah, you got that just right. Good job. Oh, good, 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 good. Fish jerky for you. Cool. Yay. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, come, let's let's show you around. Actually, we have a very uh, esteemed guest, Lady Tatiana. I don't know if you've seen her around. Big pop star. She's uh, thinking about making a donation to the museum. And uh, I think she's touring today. Maybe we'll get to meet her. Okay. All right. Yes, come up. I, I, I believe she's up in the, the dinosaur exhibit right now. Uh, and he he leads the way back upstairs and and through through the the artifacts exhibit and out back into the lobby and again you see six doors and there's uh, the one marked dinosaurs yeah he leads you through and uh, there you see a a crowd of people surrounding a uh, an elf woman with bright blonde hair fashioned into a giant bow and oversized asymmetric sunglasses. She's got some sparkles attached to her face and she is wearing uh, a dress with lots of uh, shiny black spikes. Oh, hi. Hi. Are you Titi Yaya? She looks at you coolly. I don't know that person. I don't think this is who we're looking for. I think she left she, already. She continues to walk past you. Um, she does have a tiny dog, uh, resting on a pillow, um, 
<laughs> beside her that she wheels along the little like stroller like apparatus. I look suspiciously at it. Are you inspecting it? Mm, well, I'm, I'm a cat. It's a dog. We've got beef. It is a teacup Yorkie. Mm, I don't trust it. You're like those cats who smack dogs on the noses and they the dogs just minding their own business. I see. So it's good that you're on a, a cultural exchange today. You're meeting lots hey, of... Hey, li- little dogs ha- have like a Napoleon complex. Who? They do. <laughs> Mocha agrees with you. <laughs> this one looks delightful. It's very happy. It's panting a little bit, just looking around at everybody. It's an act. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't trust it either. I'm right there with you, Beans. It's coming for us. Eventually, it will take us all one by one. We'll start disappearing like that, like that play, the, the ting, I think it was called. And then once it's got us, it'll, I don't know, pee on us, I think. I didn't stay till the end. As, as this exchange is happening, uh, you notice a commotion off behind Lady Tatiana and a tabaxi that looks exactly like Beans rushes towards the group. Ah, ah, moving mirror! <laughs> Wait, uh, are you... Oh, crap. One of these guys is a changeling. It grabs the tiny dog and just, and very acrobatically jumps through the dinosaur exhibit and out into the hall. Bye. Fake beans. Lady Tatiana screams. That's my dog! That's my dog! That's Maximilius, please! Someone, help! Help! 10,000 gold to whoever rescues my puppy! Whoa, dang. Step of the wind. Each. <laughs> She's a pop star. She can afford it. Please, do we go after this dog or no? I'm going to take your cue on this one. Mm, I mean, normally no, because let's face it, it's a dog... And, um, however, uh, like, you know, 10,000 gold is quite a lot. So, think of all the fish we could buy. Hmm. Fish. That's a lot of fish. Hmm. So, yes or no? Um, may as well. Also, this moving mirror seems a bit weird. So, maybe we could find out what that's all about. Dr. Crud sprints after it with, uh, beans on his back. Oh, I could probably go a lot quicker. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would say, you're going to have to describe that, that sprint for us. Tabaxis have a special racial ability that makes them really fast. So, uh, the, the, the sprint is uh, a stampeding elephant. Yeah. Womp, 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 mm-hmm. womp. <laughs> yeah, the bones in the exhibit are shaking. Mm-hmm. A few of them fall off. They'll fix that later. I, I mount up Rolo and we sort of like zigzag between the giant round footprints that Dr. Crud has left as he womp womps out of the room. Mm-hmm. All right. And you see so you guys are out in the lobby now chasing after the uh, the beans copy. Stop beans or other beans. I- I'm confused. I'm here. I-, I tell you what, your beans, that's boots. Okay. Okay. I can manage it. That's a boot. It's okay. Right. It's an in joke. All right. Um, Rolo, roll a d six. A one. A one. Uh, you see the uh, the 
last little glimpses of a tabaxi uh, disappearing into the corridor marked gemstones. Oh, okay. So we, we bang a hard left into that corridor. Yeah, you guys are running after him? Oh, yeah. I am, I am chasing this guy. Okay. You enter this uh, this room. It's full of glass shelves, floor to ceiling, with different uh, cl- clusters of crystals and cut gemstones, a, f- a few like jewelry pieces, like crowns and similar things. Um, and racing through the 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 room uh, towards a high window on on the far wall is the tabaxi, uh, clutching this tiny dog against its side. Doctor Crud wants to do acrobatics to get up to that window first. Ah, okay. So describe how this works and then give me a roll. He is going to uh, start wall jumping around the room up to the the window. Yeah, all right. Give me a a roll for this. All righty. Okay, that is going to be a 17 plus 6, 23. All right, you you succeed. Um, You... You are able to cut off uh, the tabaxi's escape, and the tabaxi swiftly changes direction. Olive, what are you doing? Marveling at Dr. Crud Third. <laughs> <laughs> this is a skill challenge. Oh, this is a skill challenge. Okay, so to refresh everybody on the rules of a skill challenge, a individual player can only use a skill once during the skill challenge, and in a row, two players can't use the same skill. When you get a DM, is it six passes and or three failures? I thought it was three and three. Uh, Depends on the on how many successes and failures you want to set up. Yeah, I was going with three and three. Okay, okay. So three passes and three failures. So that's, well, so everyone won't get a turn if you do three and three. So that's why we do six. Usually, Someone might fail. Usually you would do oh. more successes needed than failures. So okay, you do six like and six and three. Gotcha. Okay. All right, six and three. And then um, just write down a DC DM. Already did, yeah. And usually around this level, like you'll, we'll, we will roll above twenty uh, on most things. Okay, all right. So, for example, a fifteen would be way too low, and even a twenty-three would probably be a low DC for a skill challenge. Okay, so oh. since I can't use acrobatics because Doctor the Third, our elephant cleric, did. <laughs> you're your doctor, actually. Yeah, doctor, not a cleric. I gave cleric up because you know what? That magic crap just was crap. <laughs> I like to right. get my hands in the guts. You really do. <laughs> so, um, are we going to roll initiative or just going to go in? I was going to do a random order. Okay, random order? Yeah, I picked you next. Okay, got it. Olive's eyes take in the beautiful gemstones of this room and how shiny they are and distracting. You know what you're not looking at when you're looking at gemstones? The alligator dropping to all fours and sneaking behind one of the pillars. I'm heading towards where uh, the beans, boots, the boots (laughs) copy is heading, but I'm doing it stealthily below people's knee level where they're probably not going to look at me. Okay, go ahead and give me a roll. That was a natural 20 on the dice plus eight. Uh, Yeah, so you stealthily uh, on all fours move yourself into the path of boots and he does not see you at all he actually trips over you uh obviously being a tabaxi he's able to right himself but his momentum is very shifted yay beans what you doing 
I mean, any chance I can just cut this whole thing off and steal the dog back? You can attempt it. Excellent. Um, in that case, I can do a sleight of paw check um, to um, paddle my way over to to, to Boots and try and uh, sleight of paw my way back for a 25. Mm-hmm. To, in order to swipe the, the dog from, the, from Boots? Yep. Ah, so you achieve this. You are able to take the dog away from, from Boots, who reacts very quickly as a tabaxi and slashes you across the face with his claws. Whoa. Well, well, attempts to, let's say. Come on. Oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, I actually have stats for this one. Does a 19 hit you? Oh, yes, very much so. Ah, yes. <laughs> so this is not technically a um, a battle right now, but uh, you do take six slashing damage uh, plus you are now poisoned and in your distraction, he does take the dog back from you and continue running. Oh, dang. All right, Rolo, what are you doing? I'm going to yell at Boots and say, listen, Boots, I've put a spell on this room and there's no way out anymore. And you're stuck here. And I attempt to deceive him into thinking that he is trapped. And I roll a 22. He absolutely does believe that he is trapped. He starts to back away towards a wall covered in uh, in gemstones. Dr. Crud, what are you doing? Seeing Boots scratch the heck out of beans has angered Dr. Crud. So he flips away from the window and plants his feet right there on the wall and using nature... Uses nature to predict exactly where this this boots bastard is going to be, and belly flop on him. Okay, um, interesting choice. Um, go ahead and roll. Okay, that's a twenty-five to belly flop this bastard. Twenty-five. You absolutely do manage to belly flop onto him. And, uh, and you hear a sickening crunch. Ah, I heard a crunch, guys. What do you do? I get up. You get up. Uh, you see a very smushed pancake of what used to be Maximilius. (gasps) (laughs) She didn't say it had to be alive to get the 10K, did she? (laughs) She didn't, actually. (laughs) All right. Well, I feel like we're in the clear. Let's scrape that guy off the ground and go get our money. (laughs) Now, wait, 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 wait. First of all, is is Boots also squished? Uh, He has a broken leg. Okay, so he's fine. Sitting at a strange angle. So Dr. Crud is going to use his medical training. Whenever you use your medicine or healer's kit on a zero HP creature... The creature gains hit points equal to your intelligence modifier plus your doctor's level. So I'm going to use my my uh, medical training to bring the dog back. Um, don't you still have to be doing death throws for this? This will negate having to do death throws. 
It no. depends on whether or not the dog reached its negative maximum HP. Exactly. That I mean, it only had one HP. It had an elephant flop on it. I I oh. I think it's beyond coming back. You mean? I mean, can't, strictly like... speaking, strictly speaking, he can um, specify non-lethal damage even if he's belly flopping. That but is true. Not. So that was a non-lethal belly flop. Uh I I I think it's a bit late for that. I don't. It's okay. It's a pancake of a dog. The afterwards, it wasn't lethal debate. Don't worry, there, there, there will be plenty that you can do. But the skill challenge is not over. I think it was, it was uh, Olive's turn. Olive is flipping to page one hundred ninety-seven for what? death saving throws. I mean, Rolo is correct. They, she did not specify that the dog had to be living. So we just bring the carcass back <laughs> and get our money. Or, I mean, I was thinking, what if you had a bicycle pump and we just tried to reinflate? <laughs> I tried that, oh, but the but the the great god of the sky said no. Oh well, that seems unfair. You know what's the thing about solid white dogs? No distinguishing markings. The replaceable. It's not solid white. You said it was a small mini. It's a teacup Yorkie. Teacup Yorkie. Are Yorkies not white? No, they are usually mm-hmm. black and brown. Teacup Yorkie. We can get some paint and a new Yorkie. Oh my gosh, they're so cute. Not this one. Not this one. No. Okay, all right. Well, it looks like it has a very standard fur pattern. It does. With a light brown muzzle and a black like facial markings and oh, you squished this? Oh. See how tiny it is? Of course it's dead. It's well beyond dead. Oh, yeah, no, I'm talking to Dr. Fred. Oh, well. <laughs> she didn't so, specify live, so and she didn't specify this dog she should have been more specific <laughs> oh she said my right. dog so i feel like that is pretty specific but she didn't say yeah. bring my dog back alive so i feel like we're we're in the clear i think i know what i'm gonna do for my skill <laughs> i'm gonna roll perception and see who all saw that <laughs> uh sure go ahead give me a roll okay that is a 17 plus 7, which is, I think, a 24. Okay. You see that there are multiple witnesses staring oh, aghastly at all of you. <laughs> you also observe, while you're doing this, that Boots... Well, first off, you do observe that he has three glowing talismans around his neck. Um, two of them are purple claws, and one of them is a brass cylinder. Um They do seem to glow slightly. And you also notice that he has reached into his pocket and pulled out a vial of shimmering golden liquid. Vial of shimmering golden liquid! I have alerted everyone else to the thing that I have perceived. Everyone turns... Also, how many people were in this room? Like, seriously? (laughs) Uh, Seven. Oh, gosh. I can't kill seven people, you guys. That's up to you. I got I got this. Oh, um as as this is happening, uh Boots has uncorked his shimmering vial of liquid and says, That's a shame. A dog like that would have fetched almost as much as the dragon elephant mongrel. Well well, you'll never follow me now. But and I pointed it out to everybody as soon as I saw it. You did. What the hell did you a little too late? Uh but but no, but, get him. But yeah. we passed our skill challenge. <laughs> yes, yes, you did. And he did not escape with the dog. But 
you're going to have to chase him a bit more. He says you'll never be able to follow him, though. Who knows? He takes a swig of the liquid and dissolves into golden sparks. Is there any liquid left? No, but there are some golden sparks on the ground. Dr. Crud eats it. Mm, all of it? No, just one or two. Oh, uh, nothing happens. Damn it. Can I As cast staring... Counterspell while he's doing that? Or Oh, no, I guess it's not a spell. That's right, yeah. It's... I was thinking. Hmm. As you are doing this, small leafy vines appear around the body of the dog, seemingly growing out of the floor, turning over little bits of tile, and it spells out the words, keep the body. Well, yeah, we gotta get our reward. Yeah. I mean, thank you, Vines, but that was pretty obvious. And Dr. Crud is gonna harvest a couple of organs from this thing as well. It's dead. It's dead now anyway, so... Uh, it is... I feel uh, like you could give those to Olive for a snack. You know? It's a very small snack. Oh, wow. I got four organs out of it. Nice. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not weird. Oh, okay. I round up all of the people who saw that. And I'm like, nobody leave. Stay here. Thank you. They look at your teeth and go, yeah, yeah. I go over to the the crew of people who, who saw all this. And I... And I I try to persuade them. I say, you know, I just want to thank you guys for coming to our impromptu play to promote museum safety. Thank you for coming and have a wonderful day. Please, if you have any feedback, um, I'm also the director. Okay, roll for that. Uh, would that be persuasion or deception? Uh, that w- you could, it's up to you. It could, depends I mean, it sounds like a big it. old lie to me, so I'd probably yeah. say deception. All right, yeah, so deception. Let me, let me deceive here. Oh, only a 12. Ah, uh, yeah, they, they say, yes, 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 of course, yes. <laughs> and they slowly back away from you. Okay. Look, guys, this is all well and good, but you do realize what he just said before he disappeared in a flowery sparks, right? He knows about my Jenny and where she's at. He did. We need to find this bastard. He's got a broken leg. So, well, he did. Well, he should still have one. I mean, it might, unless it's laying right here on the ground and I just missed it. No, all that's laying there is a, is a, a puddle of, of golden dust. Can someone trace this dust to see where it, see where it came from, where it can lead us? I mean, probably. Um, Crud, do you have any, like, vials on you that aren't smashed? Dr. Crud opens his case, opens it, shows you. There's like a hundred vials in there. Pick one. Okay, uh, the third from the left. Here you go. Did I win? Absolutely. Here you go. Yay. Fish jerky. Okay, um, okay, let's just put it next to the dust and just kind of scoop it in to the vial and cork it up so we've got a little, so we can take it with us. It scoops easily. Yep, it's in the vial. Can I? Oh, and, and while we're here, while we're here, Crud, um, can you take a look in my face? I think I've got something in my eye. Oh yeah, uh, Doctor Crud will stitch up the wound and use a uh, what's it called? A quick patch on you. Are you going to harvest his organs? <laughs> Please don't. I need my organs. No, I only do that on dead people. Oh, okay. Uh, so you're going to get. Uh, 1d6 plus 12. 
which is a six, so as okay, eighteen. Use that much, but okay. <laughs> I think. Uh, can I make a survival check to try to track this? To track boots. Sure. Our rogue Tabaxi. Ooh, twenty-six. Twenty-six. Uh, it does seem as though he is just completely gone. There's no essence that has traveled elsewhere. You can't detect any kind of changes to the air patterns. Um, it seems as though he has left the plane of existence. Where did he come from? Did he come in from the main entrance or a window? From another plane? Mm, how do you think you, I, you... You're gonna have to figure that out. Tracking works two ways. Oh, you want to track him back the way he came? Well, roll is, yeah, roll is tracking, so I'm like... Okay, sure. You can go backwards. You can see, you can uh, follow the scent of the the cat person um, back to the dinosaur room. Um, back behind a pillar, the scent of the cat changes into the scent of an elf. Mm, I think we have a shapeshifter. You were right. I already, I said that, I said I, that. I know, I was just confirming. That's all. Mm-hmm. Oh, Titty, I, I, I got your dog back. And he shows the carcass. Can I have my money now? She starts sobbing uncontrollably. Uh, can you do a check, or...? Uh, you you can. Um, what would you like to try to do with her? No, I meant, could she write a check? Oh, <laughs> She's still sobbing. You're. I, I think you're going to need to bring in a live dog. Yeah. No. I'm trying to like. I'm trying to like break in and be like, look. I know things are bad right now. This is a dark time for you. But if you could just give us that gold, we can be on our way. We're going to try to find that guy. But we're probably going to. You know, we need it. Uh. I, now I will make a perception or a persuasion check. If that's cool. Sure. Ray, pay us to hunt down the person who did this to your dog. Yes. So I get a 16. Uh, she's, she's does not seem overly convinced. Um, but her, one of her attendants does turn to you and say, she's going to need a little bit of time. That dog was her entire life. Yeah. Well, money is my entire life. And, uh, like, we gave her like the dog. I said. You did not. Her dog is dead. Maybe if you could find some way to bring say. her dog back, that might be an option. Um, but I think you guys are adventurers, right? Yeah. Professional I, I adventurers. You know, we get paid for adventures. Yes, but not ahead of time. Why don't you go try try to hunt down who did this and see about collecting a reward after? That was not part of a yeah, verbal no. agreement when... It was first issue. The issue was get my dog back. There was no stipulation on live or dead. The dog is back. Yeah. Or hunting down the murderer. So, she owes us 10,000 gold, or we take you to court. Good luck with that. And she ushers the Lady Tatiana away. Beans, do you want to go ahead and give them a subpoena? Oh, well, we don't have the paperwork for that right now, but, um... We'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about it later. Um... We can't have an adventure in the courthouse? I mean, I feel like we can. Let's file some blue bags. <laughs> well, first, we got to find this bastard because Jenny. That is true. I also would like to propose to the celebrity that 
if she wants for there's a fifth level raised dead spell that's a necromancy that will return a soul to a body if it's not been dead longer than 10 days if the creature's soul is willing and at liberty to rejoin the body the creature returns to life with one hit point we could at liberty to return yes duly noted (laughs) great oh you know this dog hates her and doesn't want to come back (laughs) it's a bard spell do do dogs have souls all dogs go to heaven i feel like beans might have an opinion on this Oh, if, if, no, no, dogs don't have souls. Souls would um, mean, mean they're, they're good creatures, and dogs are the, the work of um, beings who hate us. Um, can you make a persuasion check? Because I want to know if Olive believes you that dogs don't have souls and that her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to persuade anyone. This is just what Beans thinks, but I got a 13 just straight... Are you kind of like contesting that with insight or something? I am, and I rolled a three, so I got a ten. So I think dogs don't have souls. I'm like, oh darn, it's too bad it was a dog, or we could have raised dead on it. <sighs> well, that's okay. Beans is going to sue her. We're going to get three <laughs> times as much as they wanted because, you know, damages and all that. But we got to find this bastard. Plus attorney's fees. Rolo, hunt okay. it. All right, let's go. Yes. How do we do that? Do, can I follow the elf scent? You can, but once you are out on the steps, it blends in with all of the other scents. There, I mean, thousands of people pass through here every day. Nicomoy is a cultured place. That's nice. I'm glad we live in such a cosmopolitan area. Mm-hmm. Normally, yes, but right now it sucks. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's think. Um, does anyone know anyone like Magic-y? Like, like, not, not just like a... Um, like, you know, what you used to do, Crud, like an actual magic-y person, like uh, someone who can... Like a sorcerer? That's the one, yeah. I keep forgetting the words. But, uh, you know, someone who can, who who can, like, look at this vial of sparkly stuff and try and find out where it came from. Yeah, we're straight down there. There's probably some place here. You know what? What about Olive's bow? Doesn't he work in the, 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 the uh, magical department? He does. Let's ask him. We go back inside from the front steps and head to Richard's office 4B and hand him the vial. And I say, hi, Richard. Hi. What, what, what is this? How would you find out? Because we don't know. Do you want to find out with us? I think it's powdered cat. Uh, <laughs> one moment. Let's run some tests. Um, he takes you next door to uh, 4C, and that's his his laboratory. Um, he looks at it under a microscope, puts a couple drops of different colored fluids on it. Says, "Ah, hmm, 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 okay." And he tells you, "Well, it seems like this. Uh, it, do you do you know any changelings?" Yes, unfortunately. This seems to be the essence of what they're made of. Uh, usually this is what happens when they when they die or when they transition to the changeling afterlife. Um, I, I hope your friend's all right. Me too, because I'm not going to be good for them when I find him. Now, how do we find... Can, can you get us there? To the changeling afterlife? I, yes. I don't have that kind of power. Uh, usually it's only accessible to the changelings, although I believe there are rituals... 
um, where you can temporarily die um, and go to the changeling afterlife. Uh, but that 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 it is that is a bit beyond me. Well, I've been there. I'm just wondering how to get there again. Huh. How did you get there last time, Dr. Crud III? It's all a blank. All of a sudden, I woke up there with a couple of friends. We did some Hocus Pocus. There was a pig that I killed earlier that came for revenge. And a dog that I healed and some other things. And then we found out that we were there. We wished to go away. And we woke up in a coffin. So we should go to sleep. I think it's a little more than that. Sounds kill, like kill yeah. a pig and then go to sleep. <laughs> well, I, technically, I think it was six of them that I got all in one go. Ooh, that could be tough. No, actually, it was really easy. I just put a hole down on the ground and just yelled "Suey," and they all went into it. Oh, all right. Well, uh, where's the nearest big hole in pigs? Well, I always keep my hole on me. All right. Well, let's go find some pigs and uh, get taking a nap. Go to the halfling or the uh, changeling afterlife. Is that going to work, Doctor? I, I, are you asking Richard? He's the only other doctor here. Oh well, I I I am not sure. I've never been to the changeling afterlife. I I I really just uh, focus on the the artifacts here. Um, you you might do better with uh, the, the the alchemy department or uh, perhaps perhaps the the, the wizard university. Uh, they might have a bit more knowledge on this. Or maybe uh, the priests. Thank you, Doctor. Let's go to the alchemy department, guys. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm calling a guy about some pigs on my sending stone, though. Just, you know, I got a guy. Okay. They gotta be very large, like 300 pounds each, so you gotta keep that in mind. Okay, so we're talking, like, full-on sow. Alright. So we march to the alchemy department. Ah, okay. Uh, yes, you 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 find the alchemy department. It's a, it's a uh, dim basement. There are uh, a lot of doors with different names. Uh, I don't believe you actually know anyone here, um, so you can you can sort of choose randomly. Uh, anybody in here know how to get the changeling heaven? Uh, one of one someone in the hall says, uh, yeah, "Yeah, you're you're probably gonna want six uh, C. Good, just good luck." Well, I am sexy. Thank you very much. You, you want to roll for that? What are you trying to do with that comment? <laughs> that was just for you. It was a joke for everybody. We go to 6C. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, inside, uh, you meet uh, a very old man um, with a long white beard and long white hair wearing robes that are purple with gold stars on them. Your friend over there says you can get us to the... Uh... The the changeling heaven. Can you help us out, please? I love you forever. Will you now? My goodness. Not like that, but yes. Oh, it's never like that. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, it, it's it's a fairly simple process to, uh, to, to get to multiple planes of reality. Most people just never put in the effort. Why, I, if you have the time, I could teach you all about the different afterlives that are out there and their properties, and I've visited most of them, you know. Um, which one did you say you want to go to? Changeling. Changeling. Why, why that one? That's a particularly nasty one. Because this bastard took my Jenny and 
They just disappeared in a puff of gold smoke and powdery stuff. And they have her, and I need her, and let's go. What's in it for me? What do you want? He love you long time? (laughs) He already said no to that. (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. What do I want? You can have free medical checkups for life. All your medical care will be taken care of for the rest of your life, however one or two years you got left. Yeah, he looks down at his long white beard and goes, uh. I might even be able to extend your life for a little bit, too. I am that good. He looks at you skeptically. You're going to have to back this up. I am Dr. Crook Third. Ask around. I'll wait. He still stares at you expectantly. How are you going to extend his life? By not killing you, I guess. <laughs> That's a roll. <laughs> no, that was just me. So- no, no, that was just me, like... I think that's an intimidation an idea out there. <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm a cute kitty cat. And then he's like, dogs don't have souls. And he's like, you'll live longer because I won't kill you. <laughs> no, because Cross won't kill you. <laughs> hey, he's the one that's all amped up right now, not me. <laughs> so does Bean say that or no? Admittedly, that was a little bit out of character, but I just kind of keep the accent going. <laughs> But what, what, I mean, I could just like whisper that up to Cruds and just go, you could just say, by not killing you, it'd be really good. I can't say these things as a lawyer, but. (laughs) My lawyer has advised me to say, by not killing you. (laughs) Okay, go ahead and roll intimidation. (laughs) That is a natural 20, my friend. Oh, he's terrified. He starts quivering uncontrollably and goes yes yes it's it's this is very expensive but uh, fine fine <laughs> don't kill me please and he also hands you a uh, a vial of golden liquid from a cabinet is this enough for all of us yes yes it, it's it's very concentrated please don't kill me how do we use it you need to go ahead and explain this and i won't kill you as long as you're cooperating hey rollo yeah. Richard's not in the room, right? I'm introducing him to my friends today. <laughs> you don't see him. No, Richard's not here. We told him good. we were coming down, but he he was busy. That's good. I'm, I'm glad he just saw the best side of everybody today. <laughs> well, I don't think yeah, he, he did. He, he, because... doesn't wanna, he doesn't want to be clingy, does he? No, and I don't think he really saw the best side of us, though. I feel bad because I didn't show him Dr. Crud's turd. (laughs) Dr. Crud the third turd. turd. Yeah. Oh, Oh, that's just mean. Dr. Crud the turd. Yeah, your friends did just decide to rob someone of very expensive ingredients instead of actually just trading something for it, but okay. We don't have time for haggling. We don't have okay. time. So tell me what we have to do. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You 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 just drink it. That's it. Well, it works better when you're out somewhere uh, foresty, but in general, yes. Okay. And uh, what what? How much water do I put? Because you said this was very concentrated, so I need the mixture of concentrate and water. Oh, it won't make any difference. Even a drop of this will do. Oh. Well, crap, I got, oh, I got a ton of this crap then. We can go mad as many times as we need to get this done. All right, let's go, guys. Thank you. 
I, I will uh, still give you medical treatment for life. Yeah. Uh, uh, he looks scared. <laughs> Let's go to the forest. Um, All right. I. How much? How much did that cost? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> are, are you? Are you asking? Are you asking the the person whose name you never bothered to ask? Yeah, I just want to know how much that cost. Oh, well, I mean, it's from the university. I'm not sure the exact cost. Maybe ten thousand goldish. It's, I'll I'll fudge a ledger somewhere. It's fine. <laughs> oh dang! Please, that was great advice. Thank you. It's okay. That's what you paid me for. Absolutely. That's why I have you on retainer. Here's your yep. oh one. Hey. Yeah. One fish a week, yeah. right? Well, well, here, here's your fish. You earned it. Ooh, thank you. Yes. Nom, 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 nom. Ooh. That's sass. Begins with the S. Sardines? Uh, yeah, close. Sassafras. I was trying a new mixture. Ooh, very fancy. Olive gives the guy 590, 586 gold coins. Okay. Um, when Olive leaves the room, I go back up to the guy and I'm like, yeah, she didn't mean to do that. Give those coins to me. Uh, <laughs> I don't believe you were the intimidating one before, so you're going to have to roll something for this. That That's fine. I will roll uh, an intimidation here. Okay. And you get advantage because he's already intimidated. All right. That is a 23. He hands over the, the, the coins. All right. My friends suck. <laughs> no, I'm gonna give it back. Mm. So I, as I go out the hall, I'm like, "Hey, Rolo. I mean, hey, Rolo. <laughs> hey, Olive. It's <laughs> calling myself. Yeah. Um, he didn't want the money. He said it was a gift. Here you go. And I give her back like 500 gold, and I take a few. Um, persuasion check on me. I'm thinking so. Or well. Olive, do you care? Do you do you do you care about whether your friend is telling you the truth here? I met my boyfriend, hopefully. We haven't really discussed the words workplace. And I'm gonna just not make waves and I will deal with all of this when you all are not here. <laughs> <laughs> so I will accept the gold back. Okay. Gotcha. You're welcome. I really hope he doesn't dump me because of you guys. <laughs> Good. So you all are hightailing it out to the nearest forest, correct? Yes. Okay. You, uh, it, I mean, Nicomoy isn't really that big. You, with within an hour or two, are able to uh, to reach the edge of town where the forest begins. Uh, what do you do? Not stop. We go ten minutes into the forest. That sound good? Okay. Sure. Uh, you see a very cute deer. Like I'm gonna argue with you. <laughs> <laughs> And Beans is just along for the ride. Are you still up there? <laughs> Imagine Beans fell asleep. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm back up there. It's a long walk, okay? Like, I've only got little legs. So you're asking the person you're physically carrying, and you're asking the person who was there when you intimidated an old man and a halfling who's even scared of crocodiles if we're following you. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're in the forest. Now what? All right, everybody. I get out an eardropper, put a little bit in it. All right, everybody. Tongues out. I, does anyone want me to flavor it? I will use prestidigitation to make mine taste like strawberry lemonade. 
Oh, yes. Um, can you make mine taste like peanut butter? Okay. Bing. It's the only way I'm going to eat it. Chicken blood. Okay. I'll make yours to Yes, chicken blood. Okay. And a drop on everybody's tongue. <laughs> All at once, everybody <laughs> just goes together? Well, the three of them first, and I'm going to see what happens, and if it looks legit. <laughs> uh, each of them, when they ingest this liquid... There is a shower of golden sparks, but instead of disappearing completely as the changeling did, uh, they they collapse in a life, lifeless heap on the forest floor, and you <laughs> sense a bit something ascending from their bodies. All right, I'm going to arrange their bodies peacefully and nicely, cover them with brush, just in case, and then I'm going to. Lay down next to them, cover myself with brush, and then put a drop on my tongue as well. I hope uh, nothing eats us in the middle of the woods. <laughs> can I do Surely a, that won't happen. Can I do a hiding, uh, like a stealth check for hiding all of our bodies? Uh, I'm going to make that a nature check. That's even better for me. I have a plus seven in that. Don't crush us. As a 16 plus seven. Oh, yeah, they're very well hidden. 23. Mm-hmm. All right. After you do this and you take your dropper, the world goes dark. I think that's a good place to take a break. <laughs> okay. Join, joining us this time were Rolo. Thanks, everybody. Olive. Bye. Beans. I'm unconscious. Oh, no, oh, no you're dead. <laughs> What? And uh, <laughs> Dr. Crud the Third. That's why you do the experiments on your friends first and then participate yourself. We'll see you guys soon. We hope that you're enjoying this episode of the Fire Breathing Kittens podcast. Please leave us a review on iTunes.com. If you leave us a review, we'll read it on air. It's fun listening to the words of your review get read by the characters you know and love, so go to iTunes.com and leave us a review today. Can you think of someone who might enjoy this podcast? Please share it with them. Is their birthday coming up? A special anniversary? Would you like us to wish them a happy day on your behalf? You can arrange for us to read your shout-out on air at firebreathingkittenspodcast.com through our partnership with the website Buy Me a Coffee. Do you enjoy reading books? You can find paperbacks and ebooks based on our adventures on Amazon.com in the bookstore, Fire Breathing Kittens, that part's all one word, podcast. The authors do a great job of adapting the stories into fun novels. We also have official merchandise on Redbubble.com. Imagine owning a notepad with the Fire Breathing Kitten logo on the front, or a t-shirt with one of your favorite characters. And lastly, I'd like to take a moment to sincerely thank all of you. We don't pay to advertise this show, so the only way we can grow is through the support of listeners like you. Thank you. Quick alignment for me. DM. Yes. Dr. Code the Third. Ask killed a dog today. Rolo. I witnessed him kill a dog today. Beans. One down, millions to go. <laughs> 
Welcome back to the Fire Breathing Kittens Guild. We uh, took a brief break here, and we are joined again by our lovely companions, uh, Rolo. Hey, everybody. Olive. I think I'm dead. Beans. Uh, Okay, so if we are dead, I've still got eight lives left, so I think I'm okay. And Dr. Crud the Third. Oh, you all are most definitely dead, and so am I. All right, so we're visiting the afterlife. Does somebody want to fill us in on everything that's happened so far? All right, everybody roll a d20. 19. 12. 6. 4. All right, Beans, go ahead and fill us up on everything that's happened so far. All right, everybody go and get a drink. This is going to take a while. (laughs) Gotcha. So there I was. I was trying to sleep on my pile of mail and there was a couple of magazines there there was a chicken chaser magazine there was a whaling magazine there was a lobster pot um um a mask thing it was weird it's some something to do with i didn't read it much but it's when you put a lobster pot over your head and you try to like run through doors and the idea is for you to smash your face on the door like edge but not break your own face i didn't read it that well because it's not a very good magazine and let's face it the crossword in the back was a total shambles there was a and it was like a three across and it was actually the the word can but it was the wrong sort of can it was um i let's not get into that right now but the more important thing that was going on was that we were having a look at um the the housing market in one of the other magazines and um, there was something weird going on with the stock market, and I'm not quite sure what it was because um, I might might have peed on that particular portion of the page. But um, there was something going on with the, um, people being trapped in negative equity, and um, I thought maybe there was a market in there for um, branching out into like housing law. But then I figured that you know while I've been hanging out with Crud, the whole medical malpracticing has been really lucrative. So I thought I better just stick with that one for the time being. Um, and then let's see, Olive came in one time and she was, um, drinking a load of blood. Oh, and then there was this thing with barrels of blood that, um, crud brought in and then we um oh there was um some piling of some chicken corpses together or something like that and then i had some um fish jerky and then we went on a, a trip i was a, a backpack again that was so good fun and then um 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 what happened next i was um Oh, yes, I went to go and pee in the bushes. And then when I came back, Crudd made a massive mess of a toilet, which keeps happening. Every single place we go, like a ski resort, there was, um, like, um, um, uh, a boat, like, toilet one time. He sank the entire thing because of his poop. And then there was another time where, um, we went to, like, a theater show, and I, they didn't let me in. Um, so Crud's, um, pooped right outside the door just so no one else could get in either. He, like, piled it right up to the top. It was about a six-foot-high pile of poo. I mean, this guy is amazing when it comes to defecation. Um, wait, where was I again? Oh, yes, um, Crud was pooping. And then we went back, and there was this, oh, other me, there was a Boots, um, who stole, um, a soulless being, so we don't really care about that much. And then, um, Crud crushed it, both li- figuratively and literally. Um, <laughs> and then it turns out, um, 
his child Jenny might uh, have been taken into the uh, changeling afterlife. And then we went to see Olive's boyfriend, who was uh, a bit bit weird, a bit handsy, but, you know, each to their own, I guess. And then uh, we all died. I think that's pretty pretty much it, isn't it? Did I miss anything? Nah, I think you got 100% like you always do. Excellent. And I like how you focused in there on my massive defecation. Yeah, I got the important bits, didn't I? Okay, cool. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Everything went dark for all of you, but uh, suddenly you uh, you open your eyes and you seem to still be in the forest. Everything looks very normal. Is there brush on our bodies? Like they've been hit without? Like they were. I was. They were hidden by a good stealth roll. No, there is not. All right, guys, we have succeeded. Now, if I remember right. All we gotta do is make wishes, and our wishes will come true. So, Dr. Cred looks at this guy. I wish to know the location of my Jenny. You hear a, uh, a music in the distance going, do 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 Did somebody ha- leave their ringtone on? Oh, that's me. And I, I grab at my sending stone and try to turn it off. It's not ringing. Yeah, no, uh, that was not it. Okay, let's go follow the music. That was probably the uh, the, the the changeling gods granting my wish. Wait, the wait, the wishing thing actually works. Oh, this is your first time here. Yeah, what do you want to wish for? Oh, oh, uh, I'm, I'm gonna scrunch my eyes up and hold my paws out real tight and go fish. It starts to rain fish from a small cloud over your head. Yes. I want an air fryer. An air fryer. <laughs> I'm sorry, was that a wish? I I mean, Olive, Olive knows that she's very lucky and very privileged and has everything she could possibly want in the world, except, can I please have my air fryer? Uh, an air fryer appears in front of you at your feet. <gasps> I missed you so much. <laughs> and you will again, because if I remember right, we can't take anything with us that wasn't, doesn't belong on the prime material plane in the first place. That's okay. I just need to try this one thing. Can I have a cauliflower um, magical clouds? <laughs> uh, a cauliflower bush appears in front of you. <laughs> um, like a food thing? Like the way a cauliflower actually grows. Oh, I did not know that. So I, I put a cauliflower in the air fryer and I put a cauliflower in the conventional oven and I'm just, I'd also like them to float along next to us as we continue our adventure. Magical clouds. Thank you. They do so. Yay. I am, I'm a little jealous of feeling a little jealous of, um, Olive's relationship with Richard. So I wish for my own Richard. (laughs) (laughs) A bipedal crocodile in a lab coat appears next to you. I want him to. Hello, I want him to. Gorgeous. Yes, to love me the way that he loves Olive. He grins a toothy grin at you. I like this. This is good. <laughs> All right, let's go this way. Come on, Dick. Like, I, I, I I'm going to call him Dick so that we, you know, keep him straight. <laughs> um. All right. Which direction do you go? For following the music. 
Okay. Yeah, you make twists and turns throughout. Uh, I'm not going to make you do like survival checks here because anytime you turn the wrong direction, the music gets quieter and the music gets louder anytime you go the right direction. So you can pre- relatively easily follow it uh, through the forest. Plus, I have um, massive ears. You do. You do notice that there are uh, people drifting around every now and then. Um, they seem to be all different kinds of shapes and sizes. And um, there are people around if you choose to interact with them. I'm following the music. If they want to stay and interact, that's fine. But I'm, I'm charging through. Okay. Um, as you go through the forest, you see a clearing up ahead with a perfect circle of silver ash trees uh, growing up in the middle of the clearing. Before we enter the clearing, Olive serves you all a blind taste test. So she's got two plates and they're identical and there's two pieces of cauliflower. <laughs> and it's like, which one tastes better? <laughs> Feeds you all. <laughs> I'm allergic, so I'm going to have to pass. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm mostly a carnivore, so no thank you. Hmm. I eat both and I eat the entire plate of both, and I'm like, uh, this one. Okay, and then we'll have to get back to Nesgrax and Tanager on which one was the better one. <laughs> so, uh, I just keep going. I'm sorry for interrupting. This would be better with dipping sauce? Mm. Do you have any ranch? Do I make a wisdom oh, saving oh, throw? yes, wish. Do I, can <laughs> I have some ranch? Oh, I totally forgot about that. Yes, there was some saving throws. <laughs> I just assume that eventually you're going to get at least an 18. Yeah. Yes. A cup of ranch floats next to your head. Excellent. My, my wisdom's a plus six for the saving throw. So, yeah, I'll probably get that pretty pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Okay. On to Jenny. Uh, you find a <laughs> silver, uh, the, the circle of silver trees. And as you pass between them, uh, you see a little campsite. There's a, a small fire circling, circled by stones in the middle. There's a, a hammock between two of the trees. And you see a very large blue-skinned man, uh, very well-muscled, shirtless, tattered green pants, um, holding a small teacup Yorkie. Oh, <laughs> we killed it. That's right. <laughs> Dr. Crud pulls the body out, looks over there. Looks at the body. Looks over there. I kept it. Now where's Jenny? Well, uh, hello. (laughs) You must be the kittens, right? Well, I'm an elephant, but he's a kitten. I am, yes. Well, more or less, yeah. Yeah, It works for me. I'm a furbolg. Dr. Crud, good to see you again. I I had hoped you'd get my message. Uh, Yes, uh, I... I, I have been keeping an eye on all of you ever since I I met the kittens when they came here. I've been trying to help in whatever way I can, but uh, reaching across the veil is difficult. I have I have kept an eye on Jenny. She's she's being ca- kept by a collector back in the real world. Do you have the address? Well, it's actually in the forest that you came from. the The question is getting through. It, it, I, I'm I'm afraid I don't have the power from this side to 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 get you into that tower. I could show you where it is. Yeah, that, that's fine. You show me where it is. I'm going to get in there. All right. Um, I will say it, it will require the assistance of a high-level druid to get in. It, the, the tower is quite well warded by a, a wall of, of, of uh, thorn brambles. Um, 
but I, we, we can certainly do do our best. Um, thank you for keeping the body, by the way. Uh, I, I think Maximilian here is going to want to go back into that. All right, here you go. Well, we, we can't do it here. We have to go back to the regular plane. Um, yeah, we need to we need to figure this out somehow. Hi, I am all. <laughs> it seems like you two know one another. Dr. Crowd the Third, you should introduce us. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I just I just assume everybody knows who I know. I'm just silly that way. Everybody. This is him. Him. This is everybody. <laughs> hey, There's him. Olive Rolo Beans. And this is he, Happy Guy. He looks at you strangely. <laughs> um, Don't worry about the teeth. She's not going to bite you. Uh, no, my, my name is Simmons. It's nice to meet you all. Um, I've actually been keeping an eye on you for a while. Uh, I, I got a visit from the fire-breathing kittens recently, and it seems like you're trying to do a lot of good in the world. Um, that used to be my role, too, before I died, and now I'm kind of stuck here. Also, this is my dick. <laughs> really, now? Well, Dr. Crud didn't introduce, but I, I was able to wish... Olive's boyfriend. It's a copy of Olive's boyfriend, but we're calling him Dick because Richard and Richard would get too confusing. He's bigger than I would have expected for you. Good for you. All right. So uh, where are we going to get this druid? (laughs) (laughs) Well, he looks down at himself and then looks at you quizzically. Oh, you? I, I am one of the strongest druids that's ever lived. Oh, you want to come with us? Um, okay, is there a body you're going to go back to when you go through the door? Well, that's the challenge. We need to find one. Could he go through the dog? Yeah, you want to go in the Yorkie? (laughs) Yeah, go in the Yorkie. It'll be so cute. We can sneak you in anywhere. (laughs) We won't crush you this time, I promise. (laughs) He looks doubtfully. Don't you promise, Dr. Crud. You You won't crush him, will you? Oh no! I won't. I will not crush Simmons the Yorkie. All right. So it's settled. Uh, I, I'm afraid you need a, a compatible body. Maximilian here can certainly go back into that one. Um, unfortunately, you're going to need something that that I can actually inhabit. Um, like I, I, I was a a spirit of the forest before. You would need some type of nature spirit body for uh, for me to go into. Or, of course, something changeable, something that can mute into whatever form it needs to. You want to be a changeling? Can we have a quick party powwow here for a second? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Everybody take a knee. <laughs> I walk away from this Simmond verbal character, and I say to you guys, so this person's dead, and they want to be alive again, and they want to use us to do that? <laughs> Yeah, I I have a problem with that if they're not paying. I don't. Their payment is getting my Jenny back. Or do you not want me to have my daughter Rolo? I I I didn't I didn't want to ask about Jenny cuz it sounded like like you were having some issues with it. I w- I wasn't sure what Jenny was or who Jenny my was. My daughter. So, okay, well now I know. So yeah, let's let's do that instead. Um I'm a little bit confused. Um First of all, why is he here? He died. Yeah, but he's not a changeling. No, you don't have to be a changeling to go to changeling heaven. You just got to believe in the changeling God. That was my understanding the last time I was here. Okay. 
Well, that makes more sense. I mean, do do we not know any other druids we could possibly say hi to? Hmm, I don't know any druids. That's a good point. We might need his help. Yeah. So we got to go back and get him a vessel. Because apparently he doesn't want to go in this Yorkie for some reason. I think he'd be absolutely adorable in the Yorkie. <laughs> oh, I, I think so. I don't... Could we make him a vessel, like, out of clay or something? I don't know. Hey, Rolo, you do magic stuff. A golem? <laughs> yeah. How do you make a vessel? I don't uh, know much about making a golem, but that I think that's what it's called. And it's a, uh, you know, like, a, you make a clay one or a stone one. Or you can make one out of body parts. So I feel like maybe Ooh. me and Dr. Crud could do that. I, I don't... I don't know that I have the spells for it, but uh, it really depends. I have been working on a, well, I mean, I've been putting body parts together and I was going to try to reanimate it later. He could use that. Like a sort of a Frankenstein? Yes, like a Frankenstein's monster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because Frankenstein's the guy who did it. No, Crud's the guy who did it. Well, yeah, in this instance... <laughs> So, Druid guy, uh, Simmons, I put together, I'm putting together this body to try to reanimate. Will that work? Possibly. Uh, I, honestly, I don't know. I've never done this. Um, I, do, are any of the body parts from uh, a nature spirit? I can roll for it to see. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I've taken body parts from everything. So, I mean, it could be. Maybe the heart's a, a nature spirit. I mean, it's got like it's got antlers, right? It can. <laughs> do spirits have bodies? Some of them do. So, so what do I got to roll to see if one of them, one of the body parts, is a nature spirit? I guess. <laughs> what What do I roll? DM. Uh, roll a d twenty. <laughs> what What skill am I using? Is it going to be medicine? Um, I was thinking a straight roll. Oh, okay. Uh, Fifteen. It is not a nature spirit. E, oh, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, it's not there. There's no nature spirit, so I guess we're gonna have to go kill one. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. How, how do we lure a nature spirit so we can kill it so you can get in the body? I'm I'm not sure. You'd have to go and find one. Hey guys, you wanna do a quick powwow? I'm just saying, like, <laughs> hey, look at this. Air oh, this cauliflower batch is done. Oh, excuse me, one second, Simmons. I I gotta try this. <clears throat> And I drag you all over there, away from cement for a second. I'm allergic to cauliflower. I told you that. <laughs> I know, I know. And I don't actually make you eat cauliflower. <laughs> so now the dead spirit wants us to kill so they can come back to life. We're still cool with this? No, I suggested that. Oh, okay. All right. It's a nature spirit. And it gets me my Jenny back. I'm cool with it. Yeah, but aren't, like, nature spirits, like, responsible for, I don't know, protecting the balance of nature? Well, there's we, more we... than one. Yeah, but there can't be that many. Could we not, like, take one of the big pigs and use that? <laughs> I got a pig guy. Yeah. But <laughs> I also know three of the five kids from Captain Planet, and I bet that he would count as a nature spirit. Yeah, could could we not like um go go talk to a nature spirit, get them to bless like one of the pigs, so that they're like an appropriate 
vessel for this guy. And then we get a fun talking pig companion. Well, if they're going to bless something, why don't they bless the Yorkie? And then we have a fun, cute Yorkie. And because pigs, I feel like, are problematic to carry around with you everywhere. They're they're big. They're unwieldy. Well, I, I, th- I think we've uh, established that dogs are not appropriate vessels for souls. <laughs> but this thing's already dead anyway. Yeah. You said that dogs don't have souls. What's this? Yeah. <laughs> I point to the little Yorkie by the fire. <laughs> probably, a, probably a demon. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay. So if we get a nature spirit to bless something, I, you know, I just ethically, maybe we should take out someone who's resp- like, maybe we take out the changeling who took Jenny, uh, kill them, have the nature spirit bless it, and then it can change into the shape of uh, whatever this guy is. I mean, aren't they already like dead? They're, they're here. That's how they got here, right? Uh, well, uh, should, I, should, I, should I give a DM tip there? No, Simmond, you're over there by the fire. Oh, We've okay. got a plan. We're going to kill something and get a nature spirit to bless it. Oh, are we sure that will work, though? Because he said he had to be a nature spirit, not blessed by it. <laughs> well, what does he know? He's never done it before. Is this a permanent <laughs> inhabitation? Because if it's not permanent, maybe we could get a consenting nature spirit to let this guy enter him. Consent is important. Olive's lived a good life. I guess if she had to give her body up so that you could get Jenny back. Are you a nature spirit? Oh, Simmond. I go back up to him. How are you at long division? Uh, I'm okay, I guess. Why? Hmm. I might be willing to share my body with you if you'll do all the long division for us. Uh, maybe. We'll see how that goes. (laughs) Okay. Well... You can definitely come back to our plane and inhabit my body just for a little bit to help us get through that tower if you want. And you can stay there if you do the math for me, because I don't like math. Okay, well, I think step number one <laughs> is to get back out of Changeling Heaven. Yeah. Oh, that's easy. I wish for a door back to the Prime Material Plane. Roll a wisdom saving throw. 22. A door appears. There it is. That's how we get out. Uh, all right, well... Here, let me let me uh, like do my best to, to 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 help you as much as I can here. Um, and he gestures into the air, and a lotus flower appears, um, which he hands to Doctor Crud the Third. All right, what am I doing with this? You want me to eat it? Uh, no, I want you to carry it with you. Um, it helps to have some type of tangible uh, piece of myself on the uh, the the plane if 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 I'm going to, to to come along with you as best I can from here. Well, last time, whenever we tried to take something through the door, it disappeared. That was created here. Is that going to happen? That's usually with the wish items. This is actually a piece of my soul. I'm pretty sure it'll still be there. Well, we'll find out here in a jiff. Mm-hmm. Dr. Crud walks through the door. You appear back in a different part of the forest. I look down. Is it my body? It's your body. All right. So you're jumping through the door. You also appear in the forest again. So it's just Beans, me, and this little dog. Right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, all right, Beans, I know you really don't like dogs. And I know this is probably a demon. But if we put a demon in the dog's body, it can't behave any worse than the dog already would. Like, how is that any different than the dog I was, I don't know. Right? I'm pretty sure these little dogs are already possessed by demons. Yeah, so it's just a normal dog. <laughs> so Yeah. 
I mean, if it gets us the 10,000 gold, then, you know, I'm okay with that. I'm going to greatly enjoy giving her a demon-possessed dog, because it's just funny. So. Okay. Yeah, I, I bring the dog. The little dog, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. You also appear back in the forest. Your bodies are covered in, in brush, um, and you hear a, a whimpering sound coming from under Dr. Crud. What the hell? Uh, there, there, there is a dog there. It's still, it looks quite injured, um, but it is whimpering and breathing. Wow, this thing's alive. Uh, Simmons, are you in there? One yip for yes, two yips for no. The dog does not respond, but uh, the, the lotus flower in your hand uh, does start to glow. Dr. Crud puts it on the dog's forehead? No, nothing happens. Oh, okay. All right, well, we got a living dog and a lotus flower, so you know what we did not consider yet? Finding a elemental graveyard. What? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're, you're all here. You have a dog. You have uh, a glowing lotus flower. Um, what do you do next? Feed it to the dog. No, no, no. I'm gonna have to put my foot down with that. We 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 need the druid. Oh, I thought it would uh-huh. like inhabit the dog that way. That's why I put it on the forehead. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, remember what he said. He can't inhabit anything that's not a compatible body. I think he's a liar. <laughs> oh, he's most definitely a liar, but we just don't know what kind of liar he is. Okay. All right, Doctor Crud. So let let's put the flower like on every animal we see. And see what's compatible. I, All right. I like that. Dr. Crud's going to put the lowest lotus flower on Beans' forehead. <laughs> no! <laughs> Nothing happens, but a tendril does uncurl from the stem and point off towards the, the west. Oh, we're going west, guys. The tendril says so. You know what? I want to roll an insight on this tendril. Okay, sure. Go ahead. Is it telling me the truth? That's a 19 plus 1, so that's a dirty 20. You get the same sense of supreme honesty and goodness emanating from the Lotus that you got from Simmond himself. So that means he's a really good liar. All right, let's go. (laughs) All right. You start to trudge off towards the West. Um, Do you do anything in particular or are you just following the, the, the Lotus Tendril? Dr. Crud's just going to follow the Lotus Tendril. I don't know about the other guys, though. I'll, I'll follow Dr. Crud. Um, I'm, uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to hang, hang back with um, Rollo and just go, so if you get your pig guy to like bring us like a, a big pig, then we can, yeah, we get the, get the nature spirit to bless the pig, and then we give the, the flower to the pig, and then we get our like, pig uh, companion so he can, you know, take us. Because let's face it, we don't we don't need to kill anything. We just take a pig; it'd be fine. Nature spirits are like like nice and friendly, so we don't want to you know take one out, do we? No, we can. I'll I'll get my pig guy on it. Yeah, and it'd be really funny because he seemed like this guy seems really dead cert on like a, a like a, a like a, a bipedal body. Think about how annoyed he'll be if he wakes up in a pig. Uh, everyone, do a perception check. And Dr. Crud, you have advantage given your very large ears. And my nose. That too. My nose gives me an advantage in the first place. 
Uh, perception for Dr. Crud will be a 18. Mm-hmm. 13. 6. Oh, uh, oh, uh, 25. We gotta get the full spectrum here. All right, so Beans and uh, Dr. Crud, you notice the, the, the sound of what seems to be someone limping through the forest up ahead. All the jobs are already half done. They're limping. <laughs> Does the uh, tendril point towards that direction, too? It does. All right, let's go. Limping guy of Prahead. Do you tell the rest of your group this? I just said it in my character voice, so yes. Okay, cool. All right, what, what does the rest of the team do? Olive would like to be ahead of Dr. Crud III so that if he starts to, like, murder people, I can at least... Oh, gosh, I don't know. Watch. Help. Prevent help. I'm not sure yet. Uh. Hey, um, is that like maybe we should be uh, sneaky about this? If this is um, because because you mentioned like one of the one of the um, uh, potential uh, vessels to be like that changeling. Um, maybe we should like try and be sneaky. Uh, looks at Crud. Go well, as sneaky as possible. Anyway, I could try to be sneaky. Okay. We'll try, we'll try and be let's try and be sneaky so maybe we can get the drop on them. You know Yes, Olive. My fellow monk, why don't we go first? And I'm I mean Dr. Crud the Third, you are a wonderful doctor. Thank you. And and good at many things. Thank you. But you are an elephant. So. Right. Don't be racist. Did you not, not see me flipping off stuff earlier? The, I'm just saying do you want us to scout ahead in a hidden way and come back to you and tell you what's up there? Oh, well, I mean, you can move ahead of me, but I'm not stopping. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Beans and I can both probably at this point move 50 feet per round, right? Beans, I don't know about you, but I can. Oh, yes. Easily. Yeah. I, I can do 55. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Dr. Code the Third, what's your movement? Oh, 30. Yeah. You guys can outpace me easily. Yeah. Rolo, what's... Not Nacho. Uh, the Capybara Nacho's movement. Uh, I think he's 60. Gosh, all right. Well, <laughs> so the pack separates a bit, and Dr. Crud III falls behind. As he rolls stealth, I wanna, I'm going to stealth in. Yeah, me too. I'll roll stealth. That is a dirty 20. No, that's a dirty... That's a 21. I'm sorry. I got a plus two in that. So you got a 22. What did everybody else get? 26. 26. Olive. <laughs> 15. <laughs> ah. Nacho and I got an 11, though. Oh. Okay. So some people succeed on this, but not everybody. You... I'm just a monk and not a monk rogue. Sorry, yeah. guys. <laughs> Olive turns around. Dr. Crutz completely disappeared. <laughs> because I turn, I trip on a branch. <laughs> yes. Uh, you do overhear what appears to be uh, a um, a dark-skinned elf up up ahead muttering about, uh, about adventurers and heavy elephants and... Uh, and they are they are limping forward, and they suddenly turn around to stare at you as you trip over that branch. What are you going to do? 
I do declare. And I like Southern lady style faint. You faint? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They've only seen me. So I'm just an idiot in the woods. (laughs) All right. They they draw their knives and approach you. I'm laying on the ground as if I'm injured. My ankle. Oh, I have twisted it. Dr. Craig comes out behind him and puts his bone saw to his throat. Um. Oh, that's so cool. Like in the movie Jurassic Park where you see one velociraptor, but there's a bunch on the sides. I was just mm-hmm. helping. See? <laughs> I feel like this is where we roll initiative. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. All right. Although I'm going to say Dr. Crud gets an automatic first. Well, I did stealth up behind him, so it, it could be a, a uh, surprise round. Sure. Uh, wait, is is everyone else within within uh, striking distance? Yeah, I mean, I was riding up in that direction. Okay, cool. So um, let's say that Dr. Crud is starting the stealth round, and Olive is excluded from the stealth round because she is currently prone. Um, and then... Beans and Rolo are 20 feet away, but part of the stealth round. Okay. All right. Please roll for initiative. Well, well, real quick, uh, while I would love Rolo to be on there, he did roll an 11. Yes, I did. Um. Okay, sure. He's out. Sorry, Rolo. I just want to be fair. <laughs> no, that's fine. Roll initiative. That'll be for when actual battle starts, but will be a, uh, a surprise round with just Beans and Dr. Crud. Uh, my initiative is, where is it? Oh, plus two. It's a 21. 21. Oh, uh, Beans also has a 21. I, I got a plus two of mine. What's yours? Oh, plus four. Ah. I have a plus seven and I still got oh, 12. So, DM, that means that Beans goes before Dr. Crud the third, yep, sharing the same number. The mm-hmm. difference is the... Yeah. Yep. Although uh, in the, in this in the sneaky round, I don't mind letting uh, Crud go first because it makes a lot more sense in the narrative. Exactly. The the sneaky round is going to be yeah. separate from the the actual initiative. Um, and then Olive, what was yours? Nine. Okay. <laughs> so it will be Beans, Crud, Assassin, Rolo, and Olive. Okay. Cool. All right. But you are starting us off, Doctor Crud. What would you like to do with your turn? Uh, like I said, he has the bone saw to the throat, and he says, "Say hello to my little friend," and hello brings it across. <laughs> yeah, that's beans, and then brings it across his throat. Do you want to go ahead and roll damage for that, or I'm gonna say you don't have to roll the hit. Oh, okay, yeah, I can roll damage. That's going to be eleven slashing. Eleven slashing damage, perfect. Good, because uh, the 20 I rolled was a one, so that, thank you for the auto hit. <laughs> well, I mean, you're, it, was, it was already up against its throat, so yeah, that, I'm going to say that's an auto hit. All right, and Beans, what would you like to do with your bonus turn? I think Beans would very much like to, well, if, if we're going for the, um, I, hang on, let me just give a, okay, that's a 12, 14 intelligence. I'm just, I'm just having to see whether Beans has twigged that it's the same person from before. I think we have. He's got the bum leg. Um, yeah, yeah. And he's com- literally out loud complaining about us. So I, th- I think we would have got the idea. <laughs> yeah. Because th- then we can be like, oh, this is the person that like, scratched me face. It's revenge time. So, um, 
Beans will run in because I'm uh, 20 feet out. And then I can attack um, three times, two with a... Um, Two with a regular attack, and then one is a bonus action, I think. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll your uh, your to hits. So uh, to hits was a... Uh, hang on, where's my plus? My plus is fairly high. Uh, no, it's actions. There we go. Plus eight. Okay. Uh, uh, 25, 24, and 18. Uh, yeah, all of those hit. Okay. Go ahead and give me damage and, and describe Ooh, how hello. these work. What does okay. This look so, like. Tell me a story. Okay. <laughs> uh, d- damage wise, we got. Uh, I, I rolled quite on the damage because I'm rolling d6. I got a, a six, five, and a six, so that's seventeen plus twelve because each one gets a plus four. Woof. Uh, so twenty nine damage. So so I I I run in. Cruds, you know, got him there. He says, "Say say hello to my little friend," and I'm like. Oh, that's that's my cue. So I run in. I go look at look at his face and go, see what this is like. Scritch, scritch, and then I just go, and then a, a slight chomp on the nose. I go, Ang! and then okay. I, and then I've um, also would like to spend one of my key points um, to use my stunning strike against him so i need you to make a um constitution constitution saving throw okay for me uh, 16 okay that that passed never mind anyway i'm going to run off with my other um let's call it another 20 feet the other way um and and so because i i have a, a feat called mobile i don't if i uh, attack someone i don't provoke opportunity attacks for the rest of okay. my turn so i i i Run in, punch, 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 <laughs> run out again. I'm strafing. Okay. Um, now I think we start the uh, the actual round. Um, and actually, Beans, you, you go first here. Okay. So, same <laughs> trick. Um, I'm, I'm strafe bombing. So, exactly the uh, same tactic. I got a... Oh, hang on. It's a, um, 18, 20, and a 24 to hit. Yep, they all hit. Lovely. Okay, um, four and a five. So that's oh, uh, eleven plus twelve, twenty-three damage. So same and run out again. All right, perfect. It's looking very scratched up. I should hope so. So basically, what everyone's seen is been zip across twice and go. Mm-hmm. All right. Is that the end of your turn? Uh, yes. So I'm, I'm now back like 20 feet away. All right, Dr. Crud, you are up. Dr. Crud is going to... He's got his bone saw in his hand. And there's a... So he opens his shirt a little bit, wipes the bone saw onto a... Uh, one of his uh, signature potions to coat the bone saw in his poison. And then attacks his, the neck again with it. Okay. That's going to be a 19 to hit. It hits. Okay. He's going to need to make a uh, constitution constitution saving throw. All right. 14. That fails. He is now poisoned, which means he has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. He is immune to poison. He's still poisoned, damn it. 
<laughs> he may be immune to it, but he's, it still happened. Okay, sure. Uh, and he takes 11 slashing damages. Perfect. To the neck. To the, the poison. neck. Okay, yes. Um, it is now the assassin's turn. Uh, it is going to make two, uh, two dagger attacks here. Um, I'm me. Uh, are you nearby? He's standing over my prone body. Remember? Um, I'm pretty sure he's very angry at Doctor Crud. Oh, I don't, and okay. I don't think he made it to you just yet. I would have stopped him before he made it to you. Oh, one of them was a natural twenty. The other is an eighteen. Did both of those hit you? Well, one of them did, but you're gonna have to guess which one because I'm not telling you. Oh, I'll just guess. All right. <laughs> Um, and it's going to hit you for 10 damage, slashing right across your face, and you need to make a constitution saving throw. That's 19. 19. You do pass. Uh, uh, and you take 10 poison damage. I barely felt that. Yeah? Rolo, you are up. So, all right... I yell down to Dr. Crud and Beans, back away, I'm going to try something. And I, I don't think they can actually move during your turn. He should have asked before I made ended my turn where I could use my movement, but then he would have gotten an opportunity to attack. Just do it. Go ahead. All right, fine. I am going to cast Telekinesis, and I am going to target the uh, the assassin. All right. Can you read me that spell? Sure. Um, so I will t- be able to move him uh, up to 30 feet, contested by his strength. Gotcha. So my spellcasting ability, which is 15. By his strength, which is a plus zero. I need to roll for that. Okay, that was a natural 20. Dang it. All right, well, I, I will attempt again next round as I can concentrate on the spell for up to 10 minutes. Cool. All right, and then Olive. This person is wailing on Dr. Crud Third. They've been dash attacked and distracted by beans. I would like to expend half my movement to stand up and then sneak up behind them very quickly. Mm-hmm. You can do that. Can I roll a stealth check to see if they see me? Oh, yes. You meant actually sneak. <laughs> I'm just, like, way more useless than Beans is. Um, 12. (laughs) Don't look behind you. There's nothing behind you. Stop looking behind you. (laughs) Can I get an advantage on it? (laughs) Uh, sure. Yay! (laughs) It's very distracted right now. Okay, all right, 23. I do have a plus 8 in it. It's just, yeah, okay. Uh, one second. I rolled an 18 there. And... I guess it's against my perception, correct? Yeah. Or um, I got 21. What did you roll? 23. Okay, yeah, you succeed. Okay, all right. Whew. Thank you for the advantage. Thank mm-hmm. you for Beans and Dr. Crud III for helping me to, with distracting this guy, because, like, and Rolo, you were there. Yeah. <laughs> I tried. Yeah, you stealth up behind it. You have no idea, or it has no idea that you're there. What are you going to do? I went shopping recently. I bought mm-hmm. some stuff. 
I'm wearing this, like, it sort of looks like a cast where I've got my fingers coming out of it. Like, my, there's like, a hole for my thumb and there's a hole for my fingers, but, like, it goes all the way to my elbows. Oh, and yeah. I can use it to, like, roll off the ground. It's called Bracers of Defense. So other than that, like, Mild changed my outfit, which is under my robes, and just helps me, like, duck and roll more. I also, from my belt, withdraw a pair of handcuffs. Can you read me the entry on those? Yes. It says... You can use an action to place these dimensional shackles on an incapacitated creature. The shackles adjust to fit a creature of blah, blah, blah. So they have to be incapacitated, I guess. Yes, Um, they do. So that means we should stun them. So I guess I'll say to Beans, like, let's stun (laughs) after I attack this person, of course. So I guess I'll attack them. Okay, I rolled a 10, a 23, and a 13. Do any of those hit? It just has to have at least one to hit. The 23 hits. So, yeah, here. Stunning Strike. When you hit with a melee weapon attack, you can spend one key point for target must succeed on con saving throw or be stunned until the end of your next turn, which I think would incapacitate them, right? What is incapacitated? Okay, so I have to make a a constitution throw to contest. Yes. Okay. Incapacitated, fifth edition. What is that exactly? Actually, it can't be me who incapacitates him because it ends until my it ends at my turn. Hmm. A creature who can't take actions or reactions is incapacitated. I think we have to beat him until they're unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Okay. All right. Going by the so I'm so sorry that my turn is super complicated, but um, my turn is. I head up behind this person. I consider my handcuffs. I know that I can't use them unless the person's incapacitated. I know that Thank stunning you. doesn't count as incapacitation. Uh, so no, it does. It does. It does? Um, D&D Beyond says a stunned creature is incapacitated. Can't move okay. and can speak only falteringly. All right. Well, then, DM, I use my key point to stunning strike. Please roll a constitution saving throw. Yep. We did that. It did work, but isn't your yeah. turn over now? Okay. Yeah. So that means that you are... Stunned, can't move, can speak only falteringly, can't take actions or reactions. Oh, yeah, you're right. Automatically fails strength and dexterity saving throws. And you guys, all attack rolls against the creature have advantage. And I I have a pair of handcuffs that I'm holding up for my belt. So if you guys want to take them from me, you can. And then this person won't be able to teleport away to a different plane again. Does this incapacitation end at the end of your turn or does it last until your next turn? At the end of my turn, so... Well, no, it's, it's at the end of your next turn. Oh, really? Okay, yep. I was going to say, otherwise it does nothing. Okay, yeah. so that, that it's going to be a full round of incapacitation. End of your next turn. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so they are stunned right now, and, it, and I'm holding handcuffs, so if anybody wants to handcuff them, you can. Uh, here's some handcuffs. <laughs> okay, guess whose turn it is now? Beans. It is Beans' turn. <laughs> it is. Okay, so Beans is going to uh, run in again, back back into the strafe. Uh, Olive holds up the, the handcuffs, <laughs> Beans. <laughs> yeah. And I um, sent the text of the handcuffs. It's the last page of my character sheet. Or if you want, I can read it. And they're named Dimensional Shackles. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Beans is going to slap on the shackles. And just for funsies, slap him up a bit more. You also have to name... Any creature you designate when you use the shackles can use an action to remove them. Other than that, they need to make, once every 30 days, a DC 30 strength athletics check. Otherwise, they're not getting out. DC 30? Jesus. 
Okay, so strictly speaking, like I, I have to name like us four, right? If you want to. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm assuming Olive is going to like um, just tell Beans how it actually works. Yeah. It's like, okay, put, what do I do? Put it on. Put him yeah. on. Put him on their wrists, and then anyone you want to be able to let them out, say their name as you do. Okay, so Beans, Olive, Rolo, Doctor Crud the Third, and um. Nacho. (laughs) (laughs) And were you slapping him up a little bit too? Oh yeah, that was afterwards. Just to like stand in front and go, so looks like the shoes on the uh, other beans. Hmm. Are you going to roll the slap? Oh yes. uh, (laughs) See, I've got a plus eight to hit and I rolled a 17, 18 and 19. Okay, and you're you're doing like so, the like claw strikes or like what is this? Um, they're technically slashing, yeah, because I'm claw, but slashing. obviously they're they're all non-lethal. Because... All right, roll your roll your damage. Damage, um, because I, I I also just checked. I do also get like one of them can be a sneak attack because I I'm uh, partially rogue. Mm-hmm. So I rolled uh, uh ah okay that was that was it uh three four uh. And two more threes, so that's a thirteen plus twelve, so twenty-five more. Um, <laughs> gotcha. Uh, damage. He's looking very weak. Um, as you're slashing, you actually slash one of the items around his neck, which is a small, uh, you know, darkly colored pouch. A dust mote pops out of the pouch and and falls onto the ground, transforming into a giant elk. Well, I have no idea what any of this is about, so I'm just going to uh, back off again because that's that's my tactic now, I guess. Sylvan? It looks over at you. Its eyes appear very sagely. Sylvan! <laughs> We've met before. <laughs> yes, you have. Well, that's, that's Beans' turn. We're down to crud now. Dr. Crud was going to shove his bone saw into its into its chest. Oh, do do we not need him, like, alive to... No, he never said alive. Where's Jenny? Are you asking? Yeah, You're going to have to roll some, something for this. What? How, how are you trying to ask? The druid I'm knows where it's at. To, oh, we don't need any information from this guy. There, there are multiple ways to get information. You just decide what you're going to do. We don't Dru- need it. Yeah, Druid's oh, going no. into the guy. Into the body. Yeah. So I roll with advantage because he's incapacitated. That's a natural 20. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is dark. Some dark <laughs> stuff here, you guys. Uh, that's going to be 17 damages to his heart. Lethal or non-lethal? Lethal. Lethal. He is dead, y'all. And then Dr. Crud pulls out the petal and puts it on his forehead. All right. Uh, the There is a green glow that emanates out from the lotus as it dissolves into this person's face. You in there now? I got your body. Well, you watch as the body transforms into a blue furbolg. And you pull the bone saw out. <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the bone saw, I resheathe that. I got there's you, buddy. Now, where's my Jenny? Simon, he is so happy to be back 
where he can start helping and doing good again for the world around him. <laughs> what the heck, Simon? <laughs> Where's Jenny? Bring me to my Jenny. Of course. She she's in a tower a little further to the west. Uh she's she's been been bought from from the changelings by a a, a dragon collector. Well, you know what? It was felt really good to beat to, to, to kill that bastard. Let's go get her. All right. Uh, follow me, follow me. And he he leads you further into the forest. Wait, 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 Okay. Um, we're going to need to talk about what just happened. And I'm going to need to take a half an hour of rest so I can get my key points back. But hey, Rolo and Beans, um, can we talk about that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so as Simmond and Dr. Code III, I'm sure Dr. Code III is repairing the bone saw damage and the broken leg, um, and that gives me half an hour to meditate. So I've got, I'm sitting with my legs crossed, and I've got my, um, you know when your thumb touches your middle finger and it makes like a circle shape? Are sure. you saying ohm? No, that's offensive. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm resting, and I'm relaxing. What just happened, guys? Um, I think what happened, what, I think the technical term is a kill steal. <laughs> but, I mean, obviously we were actually trying to kill the dude, but um, I think someone took it a bit too far. Yeah, I'm not really sure what's going on at this point. Who's the elk? Oh, that's Sylvan. I met the elk in the breakfast dungeon. And he's a powdered elk? <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's the point of having powdered elk when you can just have regular elk? When you can make fresh elk, it's a, it's it's a bit cheaper, yeah, and it just tastes a lot better. Oh, you're right. It's less uh, weird. Yeah, we should probably return this item to Aaron. This is Aaron's. He's he's a big fan of the powdered elk, and yeah, we should stick to the whole elk ourselves. You know, it's. It's much better than the reconstituted elk. Yeah, let's not let's not skim over this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, we we have a. But we, I I reckon we can um, condense this whole conversation um, a little bit and just move on. Let's just let's just you know let's just you know get out of here. Let's just you know evaporate and let's 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 just go and get Jenny. Now that I saw the powdered elk, I want pancakes. You can't wish for those anymore. That sucks. Regular forest sucks. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of milk puns. Um, <laughs> right. I think I did most of them. You, I was going to say elk. It's good for your bones. It's not a good yeah. one. All right. I, I, I think elk. I might have had them all bottled up. Oh, no. You guys are awesome. Hey, d d is really fun. Let's keep playing together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Are we... Are, are we good? Yeah, I feel good about this. Yeah. If one of my friends needed to kill someone, that's fine. <laughs> he didn't have to. You have Sylvan, but it's a choice. Yeah. Oh, it's no. a bit late now, isn't it? No. Yeah, the, 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 uh, the changelings declared war on Dr. Crutz and his family. Oh, yay. Another race war. Yes, mm. we provided an ethical and an unethical way to get a body. I... Well, now I actually... It's less changelings and more HHO, and changelings are part of the HHO. Well, not all of them. This one was. 
the specific changelings who were responsible for stealing your baby, I don't feel bad about killing. You know, back on track, key points recovered. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go get Jenny. Uh, uh, and a quick patch reapplied to Dr. Crud, because Dr. Crud took a little bit of damage there. Mm-hmm. Rolo, how you feeling? I'm fine. Um, little little weirded out a little, but, you know, it's cool. And, I mean, I can get pancakes when we get back to Nicomoy. <laughs> I'm surprised you still like pancakes. Why? I'm a halfling. Uh, Olive doesn't know. That's right. Olive doesn't know. But there's some people who are traumatized and by maple syrup, uh, armadillos, and... Oh, no. I. You know what? That was a long time ago. I, I enjoy pancakes. <laughs> okay. We'll get pancakes. You know, we can go to Taste Like Crepe after this. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Oh, not there. Not there. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I almost died. <laughs> <laughs> but Dr. Crud was right there to help you out. Well, not from a pancake, I, you know, but... But Dr. Crud starts walking west with Simmons. Your friends are ready to kill for you. Let's go. <laughs> Oh boy, here I go killing again. <laughs> okay, so you continue marching west. Uh, Simmons is um, leading the way. Um, he, he like he like I said, he does really just seem to emanate this soothing calm at all times. He's really happy to be back. But where was that calm when your crowd went on a killing spree? Well, he wasn't there yet. It was not a spree. It was one bastard. Mm-hmm. But you just you, you you look at him and he's just so serene and just really emanates the goodness that uh, that 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 you guys really seem to need right now. I whisper to Olive, "This guy seems like a cult leader or something." Yeah, I don't like him. He's giving me a weird vibe. Yeah, but I don't like him. I don't like him. I agree with you. <laughs> don't drink anything. Really, even though he's emanating good. Don't drink anything he gives you. I won't. <laughs> okay. All right. You don't have to like him. It's fine. I trust you, Simmons. He he looks at you with his big doe eyes and just seems to just have so much gratitude for your trust in him. Yeah. He's been so sad that he couldn't help out before. Um, anyways, you get to a, uh, a tall tower with an impenetrable barrier of... Um, of like thorny brambles that glow with uh with a like kind of like you know like when you look something hot and the the air above it has those wavy lines in it kind of like distortion yeah is there's a lot of magic radiating off of these these viney brambles all right simmons i think this is you you're up get me in there all right uh just keep in mind i'm gonna be very incapacitated after this this is probably going to use up the 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 majority of the druid power that i brought with me from my previous life hey don't try and guilt trip us oh that's okay i don't expect you to fight just stand back and he uh he reaches his hands down into the dirt and uh you feel a sense of the earth moving as the, the vines start to uh, to part, and you see a, a a path open through them up the stone wall and leading into a window. Doctor Crud rushes in. Good. Simmons collapses on the ground. <laughs> hey, Olive, you still got those um, shackles? 
Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Shackled. (laughs) All right. Yeah, he's shackled. Good. And I say beans, Rolo, olive, nacho. Not Dr. Crud. Good call, Olive. Just because Dr. Crud's the only one that likes the guy. This guy. Poor guy. Oh, well. Dr. Crud don't care. He's rushing in. Dr. Crud's rushing in. You are at the base of a stone tower. Shoulder my way through the, the door. There's there's no door. There's a stone tower with a window about 60 feet up. Dr. Crud's hey, going to vault the tower. Olive, Olive, we, we, we could do this. We could just walk up. Yeah. Yeah, we can officially walk up. Um, What's it called? It's called Purity of Body? No. Mm-hmm. Monks, we've got so much to read through. <laughs> but <laughs> really Dr. Crud... We can run on surfaces or vertically because of our unarmored movement improvement. I also could make you fly, Dr. Crud. Just throwing that out there. Dr. Crud's just going to use athletics. And then you can use... You could do the flying spell if he, you know, falls. It's a touch spell, so that's not a good plan. <laughs> <laughs> I bought this thing when I was shopping that's an immovable rod, so I can run up because it's 60 feet up and I have 50 feet of movement. Um, so I can run up and then push the button and stand on it. That way I don't plummet down. Or you just dash. I could also dash. So I could make it to the window. I, however far you guys can get up, like... How far DM can they climb in one go? Like regular climbing? Yeah, like Dr. Crud the Third is about to do. Uh, that's we're gonna need a Dex check on that, um, or something similar. It's 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 a fairly smooth stone wall. I'll leave the immovable rod at that height for you, and then I'll I'll move and use my action to move. So that's a dash to get a hundred feet, which is to the window. Uh, I got a mm-hmm. twenty-three athletics to climb this wall. That does not succeed. I'm sorry. But you have an immovable rod. You'll be fine. Uh-huh. And then I think I hold my hand out to Beans as he hops in the window, too. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Um, Beans and or an Olive can just walk up the wall. They can make oh. it to the window just and fine. I as, as, as you, like, take my hand uh, at some point in there, I use Dust of Disappearance on us. So we're invisible. Okay. And if Rolo wants to join us because you can fly and you're not enraged by the loss of your daughter, I would disappear, dust of disappearance you too. Yes, I, I fly up and just sort of casually disappear while flying. <laughs> you gonna give me uppies first before you go up there? You'll get up here eventually. Okay, so found in a small packet, this powder resembles very fine sand. There is enough of it for one use. When you use an action to throw the dust into the air, you and each creature and object within 10 feet of you become invisible for 2d4 minutes. That is... Six minutes. We're all... The duration is the same for all subjects, and the dust is consumed when its magic takes effect. If a creature affected by the dust attacks or casts a spell, the invisibility ends for that creature. So I can get you invisible. You can't stay that way. Okay, so all right. Um it, you're invisible. Is there any kind of like perception check against this or we're not silent, so I guess if they they would make perception checks based on s- smell or hearing. Okay, sure. I say the the thing in here has a plus 9 to perception. I would imagine unless they have um well, I guess with sight it would be no, but anything else, yeah. 
Okay, cool. Uh, so you've got if, six if, minutes. If you, want to, if you want to add a bit more to the fire, I can um, spend two key points to uh, cast Pass Without Trace. Ooh. Um, so then the three of the, those of us who are up there um, get a, pl- a plus 10 bonus to stealth checks and can't be tracked except by magical means. And we leave okay. no tracks or other traces of passage. Okay, cool. Well, so you're we, you're all in a there. tower room. Um, it looks like a, a fairly standard like living space. There's a fireplace on one side. Um, there are some extremely large uh, couch-like furniture pieces. Um, yeah, there are several doors. How far up did I actually make it? Before getting left in the dust. <laughs> Did you make it? What well, you attempted to climb a stone wall and you failed the uh, the the check and you did not make it at all just yet. Oh. But you have a, a rod of. Where did you leave that rod? rod? I bought the rod. The rod is only no. Where did you leave it? Uh, I left up? it like ten feet up because I know he's he's he can get there. So then, if you use your movement to like move 10 feet up vertically like climbing you know and then push that rod it's got a button on it so it'll keep it in place and um i can read the exact writing on it i'm familiar um you can't really use them to climb unless you have two of them Mm -hmm. well until you or another creature uses an action to push the button again the rod doesn't move even if it is defying gravity the rod can hold up to eight thousand pounds yeah. More weight causes the rod to deactivate and fall. A creature can use a DC 30 strength check to move the fixed rod up to 10 feet on a success. So you can use it to, like, like you can push it, and then you can jump, and then you can push it, and then you can <laughs> jump, and then you can push it. So you can probably go, like, five feet up the wall each time, you know? Oh, okay, that's a good point. So uh, you're coming, don't you're just coming real slow. Well, what are you, what are you, what are you, yeah, what are you jumping off? I think really what she's saying is you're using your hand to like pull yourself up and then deactivate, activate. Yeah. I don't think physics work that way though. You got a wall too, so you can like. Yeah, you have a DC twenty five to be able to, to 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 make any progress climbing that wall. So I have to roll a a nineteen to get up that wall. An elephant is trying to climb a smooth stone wall, yes. If you start to fall and die, just push the button and you won't plummet to your death. Honestly, I'm surprised someone didn't fly you up, but uh, I don't know. That's that's, that's, <laughs> well, that's, that's not on me. He said not to. He said you wanted to climb. I was ready to do it. And then I was like, well, I guess he's on his own. Well, I figured once you, everybody saw him just slide down the wall. I figured you'd try again. Maybe it was a pride thing. Nope. I'm definitely going to buy a second immovable rod. Still on the bottom. All right, fine. I I fly out and cast. No, 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 Rolo. You're invisible. Explore with us. We're going to leave him there for like a minute or two. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, you you never know. If he's loud enough down at the bottom, maybe whatever's in here will go down and look. Yeah. Because let's face it, if if someone like is making noise outside your like house, you're going to go and look. You'd probably go to the window to look. Especially if it sounds like an elephant. <laughs> an angry elephant there for their child. I like that there's three invisible friends in the room with the window. And one flying invisible friend. Yeah. I get the best of both worlds there. Okay, so what do you guys want to do? I want to hide in the bathroom and see if I can see anyone pooping. That's a choice. No, I'll explore. So, so you said there was this, uh, there was a thing in the room with us. Um 
Oh, no, just couches. Very large couches. And several doors. Okay. I listen at one of the doors. (laughs) uh, Sure. You hear a a soft but very low-pitched snoring sound. Wait, can they see me? No. I don't think so. No. No. Invisible. (laughs) I didn't know if we had like shared invisibility. Okay, so I I I let them know that there are there's someone sleeping in here. Uh so you you speak? I whisper. You whisper. Okay, roll a straight d20. Oh no. I roll a 5. <laughs> you hear a shuffling from behind that door. I think they're awake now. <laughs> <laughs> I whisper scream again. Um, the door opens and a smallish blue dragon uh, steps into the room. It looks around, but doesn't seem to see anyone. It's very confused. A small dragon, did you say? Yes, a small-ish. It's like 20 feet. Oh, is this a custody dispute? What? <laughs> I mean, the baby's half dragon. <laughs> They, he, okay. they, it was said, but bought by a collector. I'd like so it known no. that all of my damage is non-lethal. Okay. Everyone else, what's your damage going to be like? Lethal. Noted. I don't know how non-lethal. to get have, uh, non-lethal spells. That doesn't seem right. It is not right. You cannot have non-lethal spells. It's like written right there in the handbook. Well, it's written in the handbook. But yeah, but you, more... can, you can change it. Yeah. Th- let's, let's face it, it's kind of stupid. Yep. DM will allow it. Lethal. All right. <laughs> Noted. Anyways, so there's a blue dragon. Wait, Beans and Dr. Card the third. Non-existent, because there's <laughs> no way I'm getting up the stamp tower. Yeah, Crud, Crud's making a lot of noise. Maybe the dragon would like to go and investigate that. Sure. Uh, the, the, the dragon does amble over to uh, the window. Is anyone in the way of the dragon? Not for long. No. Okay, good. And it goes over to the window and... And rumbles, where are my vines? I paid good money for those. Does it have wings? It does. Okay, I can't push it out the window. Okay. You can try to push a 20-foot dragon. We'll see how well that goes. That'll be one of those DC 30 strength checks. Mechanically, DM, I can. (laughs) Can you? Yeah, straight up I can. Okay. Well, size classes, it's one size larger than me if it's 20 feet long. So yes, oh. I can. All right, good to know. <laughs> All right, um, it's just peering down at at, at Doctor Crud. Doctor Crud looks up. My name is Doctor Crud the Third. You have my Jenny. Prepare to die. <laughs> well, that sounds unfriendly. It's supposed to, you dummy. Mm, roll. I'm trying to think. Um, persuasion? Okay. Or intimidation? I don't know, something. I just need to know how this dragon interprets this. Well, persuasion and intimidation are both the same, so... Uh, probably laughing his butt off, because I got a six. Ah, yeah. He, uh... He hawks a loogie over the, uh, the, <sighs> the edge at you. You can make a dex throw if you want to try to avoid it. Uh, yeah! <laughs> Oh, that's where I get the 19. Okay, yeah, you, you avoid it. <laughs> Plus 3. 21. Yeah, you avoid it. 
he turns around and uh, and moves back towards the doorway he came from. Um, can we say in 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 the um, couple of seconds, Crog uh, yeah. was shouting up at there. We try and sneak into the other room to see what's what. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Can we do a meanwhile? Yeah. <laughs> meanwhile. Meanwhile, you you do creep over into the other and pass without a trace. You don't have to roll anything here. Um, yeah, you see there's a uh, a large uh, bedroom with a giant four-poster bed. There are uh, several um, locked chests. Um, and, I mean, that's that's it. There's, the furnishings are rather sparse in this area. Bit weird for a dragon. I thought he would be laying on a pile of gold. Well, wrong room. Let's keep going. That would make it too easy. That's racist. That's, I think that's really just right, red so dragons. You're going to keep going? Where, where, where are you going to keep going? I'm looking for Jenny. Okay, you're going to try another door? Yeah. All right, which one? There are three more. One of them. You open the first door. You find a large kitchen. It's very gourmet. Are there uh, snacks? A cook, a cook looks up as she's uh, uh, kneading dough at the door unexplainedly opening. Wind sounds. <laughs> ah, someone must have left the, 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 the blasted window open. Ah, Don Dragon. All right, all right. I'm coming, I'm coming. She bustles out be, behind you to, to, go, to go close the shutters on the window. That's fine. That's fine. I keep going. All right, door number two. You see a lushly appointed bedroom with uh, lots of fluffy pink things and another four-poster bed on which sleeps a half-dragon, half-elephant. This is a custody dispute. I thought so. Okay. Ah, uh, crap. What are my ethics on custody disputes? Has there been a judge ruling on this? <laughs> well, uh, what, what, color, what color is Jenny? Because... I do this believe blue she's dragon. purple. She's gray. Oh, is she gray? The the dragon part? I think the picture you sent was purple. No, dragon. Uh, the picture was gray, wasn't it? Oh, I thought it was a gray head, purple body, but I could be wrong. I'm scrolling up. Uh, it's more of a brownish gray. But no, it's all just yeah. one color. She's all one color. Oh, okay. Hmm. Cool. Uh, but what oh, color yeah, right. are hybrid elephant dragons, right? You know, I don't know, so... Well, I mean, she was magically laid out of an egg, out of an elephant, a male elephant. I don't think there's a dis- there is no custody dispute. You were never curious where that egg came from? From this potion. Mm. It should be pointed out that blue dragons are male. All blue dra- wait, no, this is its own question. How are- <laughs> how do they make more- <laughs> blue dragons if they're no i don't want i do want to know but i'm not gonna ask so so we're just gonna okay um so jenny's on the kid's bed with the pink stuff and the three of us are in the room there's a cook and a dragon outside uh i wait for rollo and beans to react okay uh so i i think we should be communicating by just um instead of like whispering because we know we know we've seen that's gone quite badly if we find some, like, dust on the floor, we can just start writing in the dust. Oh, yeah. Or, like, a coloring book. Y- you start yeah, to I've see got, dust... I've got some crayons. ...getting wiped away, and it it says, What the fuck? And then there's an arrow 
that comes up and points at the bed and there's like an exclamation point question mark sad face dragon and then an elephant emoji um elephant dragon thumbs up (laughs) um house women dancing women dancing elephant dragon egg dragon elephant um hundred hundred um uh party face oh no i don't speak emoto coloring book what do i do um eggplant uh sweaty water uh peach elephant dragon um laugh face um a thinking face uh, mind blown. <laughs> Poop. LOL. Uh, uh, cry, cr- l- cry laughing. <laughs> <laughs> but the sideways one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <sighs> Olive draws a smiley face too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very confused by this. By the way, that needs to be the title of the episode. Just, just like, smiley face, egg, dragon, <laughs> <No>. elephant, <laughs> sad face, question mark, 100. Meanwhile, Dr. Crud is <laughs> gathering uh, scrub and stuff, and he's, uh, well, if the, I can't get up there, I'm going to burn the bastards out. Oh, sure. Whoa, and he Dr. starts Crud. setting a fire at the base of the tower. Okay, that that that'll come into play when you actually light it. But I don't think anybody notices that right now. No, they shut the they shut the window. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Olive draws an emoticon of a bird in a cage. Has it been six minutes yet? No. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> it's been five. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you got sixty seconds. Bird in cage. Uh, thumbs up. Oh, okay. So while I'm still in... Oh, well, I guess if I cast something, I will become uninvisible, correct? Or I guess visible would be the correct word there. <laughs> yes. No, it's, no, it's uninvisible. That's the... Uninvisible, in- actually. Ininvisible? All right. Yeah. Well, I'm in... Okay, well, I will cast telekinesis and gently move the body of this thing out the window. Is there a window I'm in this sorry, room? what? There's a window in this could room, we, right? Could, could we not just pick her up? There well, is only a, one window in the entire tower. But it's a dragon elephant. Mm-hmm. And she? you're a cat. What? It's a dragon elephant and he's a cat. And like, I'm a halfling and she's a crocodile. Yeah, she's yeah, tiny Jenny's arm. not that big. Oh, she's not? Okay. I, huh. I missed yeah, the... Yeah, Jenny's a baby. Oh, okay. This is why you haven't just asked her what's going on yet. Because she can't talk. I thought she was asleep. And that we were she was sleeping. Uh, well, then that's one reason why that, we could have not talked to her. There are multiple reasons. Yes. Okay. Um. All right then. I. I. I think we should. I. I draw like the baby swaddled emoticon, and then, like the door, and then the running guy. <laughs> okay, and then I make a note to buy an extra movable rod and an extra disappearing dust because <laughs> that would have made. Oh, can you can. Okay, we all become visible again. <laughs> um, can you make all of us invisible, Rolo? 
I can cast greater invisibility on us. Yes. <gasps> so let's That's see awesome. how many people. Yay, magical people. <laughs> oh, if it helps, pass without trace lasts up to an hour. Nice. So <laughs> we're good. Um, but yeah, what we're going to do. I can is, only make two uh, of us invisible, though. Oh, um, wait, how, nope, do you have I can any more that. of the dust? I can fix that. Yes, I can make us all invisible because I will use some sorcery points to twin a spell. That's awesome. One, two, three, five. Uh, make sure you include Jenny right. in that as well. Oh, so we have a plan. What are we going to do? Dr. Crud lights we're, the fire. We're twinning the invisibility spell to make multiple people invisible so that Jenny can be invisible too because either our invisibility has run out or is about to run out. Yes, yes so it has run out. I will need to <sighs> twin two greater invisibility spells using all ten of my sorcery points to get all four of us to be invisible and that also uses up all of my level four spell slots. So this this is Dr. Crud owes me one. This is an act of great and powerful magic. Yes. Olive's mind is blown. Yes, you see me and I, I like seriously whip up some... Oh, I should probably roll on the wild magic table because I'm I'm like using sorcery points and casting uh, level four spells. That sounds mm-hmm. like fun. Meanwhile, okay. while, while, that, while all that's happening, um, Beans prowls up towards the bed. And because Jenny knows Beans' smell, because... We've been hanging around with crud for, for you know, a long old time. So Beans is just going to like, um, basically the, the way you do with any other animal, you hold his um, kind of hand just uh, next to her nose so she can like breathe in the smell and be comfortable with it before picking her up. So she's not going to like jump out and go and start breathing fire everywhere. Um, That's different. Anyways. <laughs> well, that's how you do it. But she's not an animal. She's a Jenny. Yeah, but I mean, babies still want to like have a like um a uh, a friendly smell around them. Otherwise, they panic. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Quick, parents, back me up. Um, they're, they're very sensitive to n- new weird smells and noises. I mean, they make lots of weird smells and noises. Mm-hmm. Especially as they get older. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, especially if they, once they're like middle, getting towards middle age, they make a lot of weird noises then. Bobby, have you okay. ever smelt a teenager? Yes. Not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Not since reaching adulthood. All right. So does that work? Sure. The fire is now <laughs> roaring. Uh, at this point, the the dragon comes back out to the main room and opens that window again. And becomes very angry at Dr. Crud. Ooh, ooh, the window's open. Let's go for it, guys. Um, What are you going for? The window. Uh, The window is fairly blocked by this dragon poking its head out. You're going to have to probably interact somehow. We'll we'll wait. It's okay. Oh, you'll wait. Okay. Yeah. How long does greater invisibility last? I'm not sure. That is very short. It It is very short. It's up to one minute. So we were rushing. Okay. 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 uh, We just take a book. Drop her invisibility because she's not holding the baby. No, just just take a book and yeet it against a different like wall. Make it like make a distraction. It turns around, looks, jump out the window. That's smarter. Yep. (laughs) 
Olive uses her tail to knock things off of their stands. The book falls to the ground. Uh, the dragon turns suddenly and goes to investigate the book. Out the window, everyone. Out the window. So as monks, we can run on vertical surfaces, which means we can just run straight down into the to the ground, right? Fire. Into the fire. Into the fire. This is why we didn't bring you inside, Dr. Kutusard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then the question is, Rolo, are you okay? Um... I fly, I, I get onto the ledge, and is there any ledge that's, like, not seen? Like, uh, like that's, like, an overhang, like, uh, laterally, so that I can be, like, outside and unseen? Um, sure. Okay, so I, I crawl out there, and then I stop concentrating on greater invisibility, become visible, and then, again, cast fly on myself, and I will, uh, glide gently down is anyone still visible to the dragon uh should hope not you okay you're all safely outside yeah um being beans and olive being monks can use um their slow fall ability just to reduce falling damage okay yeah use your reaction when falling to reduce falling damage by an equal by an amount equal to five times your monk level but which would be 50 but like so we can genuinely run down the, like, yeah, but got... I, th- I, th- I think it's more fun just to <laughs> just run, jump oh, right out of the window. Because we're jump. fine. We're not going to get yeah. injured. All right. But there's a huge fire below uh, surrounding the tower yeah, anyway. That, so yeah, you're that's gonna why be... we don't oh, run straight down. We jump out. We jump out. <laughs> to clear the fire, Olive it's, it's uses uh, step para- the Parabolic motion. We jump double out. Her... And... <laughs> uh, dash... Gain one extra movement for the current turn. So step of the wind. I take the dash action as a bonus action. And then I take the dash action as my normal action. And I move quite far. Yeah, you... um, (laughs) Yeah, the the dragon doesn't seem to have noticed anything. You have successfully gotten through this without interacting with the the dragon. We'll leave it at that. Um, Dr. Cred did. Yes, true. (laughs) But yeah, you make it down to the ground again. Sorry, I've just I've just done some calculations, um, okay. because um, like uh, beans uh, has a has a base moving speed of fifty five um, feet every six seconds. Um, we have a uh, I can use dash just as a regular action to double that to one ten. Then I've got boots of speed, which I can use as a bonus action to double again to 220. And then I've got a um, a feline agility thing, which also doubles it again to 440 feet in six <laughs> seconds, which is uh, 73 feet per second, which is about more or less uh, 55 miles per hour. Okay. Straight out of the window. <laughs> it's like the Dukes of Hazard car. You're just like... <laughs> 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 All right, I'll allow it. Straight up. <laughs> and I, I can cover quite a lot of ground on the way down. Yes, I, mean, you I are. can only fly 120 feet dashing, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then Olive's just kind of like, I don't hit the tower as I go down, but I don't go as far as my friends. <laughs> Basically, road runnering my way out of the window. Yeah, I mean, you are. that window was only 60 feet up. Yeah. Yeah, but we're getting Journey a long way away. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. All right, now what? We're probably visible again. So, Doctor Card the Third, come here. Bring, you know, come here, come on, run, 
Well, he's 500 feet away. You're, what, 60 feet away. I don't think I can hear him. <laughs> I'm running. I'm running. I'm probably Dr. falling Kred's, behind. <laughs> Dr. Crud's putting more and more brush on, making that fire bigger and bigger and bigger. I'm going to smoke these bastards out. But we've got Jenny now. Wait, what? Hi. Hi. Where, where the hell did you come from? I see nobody come out. Up there. <laughs> or no. okay um dr crud what are you doing making the fire bigger i'm gonna cook these guys inside the tower i don't revenge is not as important as her safety dr crud the third what are you talking about i'm trying to get her out smoke her out beans what what (laughs) do you have jenny yes She's safe over here. Dr. Crud the Third, we have Jenny. Let's go. Oh, you do? Yeah. Well, why didn't you just say that in the first place? Jesus. The falling damage, it rattled my head. <laughs> well, this this bonfire's huge right now anyway. They're 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 pretty much good. Good as cooked. Olive is gonna pick up Sibbind the kind, I think, passed out. Um, he's he's come to now. He's he's just looking at you very in a very hurt kind of way. Uh, can you walk? Can you run? Can you get away? Uh, yes. I mean, one of these amulets really helps with that. Good. Let's go away. <laughs> okay. He, uh, he, he, he runs with you. Okay. Awkwardly stumbling with his bound hands. <laughs> I'm, I, I'll allow it. I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yep. You're running. Okay. Now what? Aren't you glad we didn't bind your legs? Well, I guess that depends on who's doing the binding. I'm just kidding. That's not in character for Simmons. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, you guys have made it away. You you have Jenny. You have a bound Simmond, Um You have a Yorkie. But I left my dick in the uh, afterlife. You did, unfortunately. Makes me pretty sad. Yeah. Sorry. Your dick's gone. Olive, you're the only one now who has one. <laughs> it's unique. Okay. Um, <laughs> what are you doing now? You're you're in the forest. You're here. Where, where you want to go? What do you want to do? Can we get ice cream on the way back? Oh, pancakes. You can, yes. You promised me yes. pancakes. I did. I guess we go to Taste Like Crepe and we eat pancakes. Uh-huh. Uh, Simmond also, uh, gestures towards his, his cuffs. I uncuff Simmond the kind. Ah, oh, thank you so much. By the way, I, I think you guys might want these. They might do you more good than me. And gestures towards the talismans that have been pointed out three times now. I wrote it down. Three glowing <laughs> talismans, two purple claws, one brass cylinder. Yeah, <laughs> you might <laughs> want those. Even I wrote that down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he hands them over to you guys. Oh, yeah, we've got a dog inside a restaurant. This is awkward. I guess we should take this back, huh? Yeah, you should. Um, Do you go back to the museum? Yes. I mean, I want 10,000 gold. Yes. Probably. You You did successfully bring this dog back from the afterlife. You'd think you turned it in for the cash. Yeah, it's still in very rough shape. Dr. Crud did not fix it at all. 
And you harvested organs from it, so it's missing. It's like down four organs, if I remember correctly. Yeah, Crud, you want to heal it up a bit? No. No. Okay. She just said alive. She's just said alive. She didn't even say alive. alive. Yeah. I know. She's going to get sued for that later. Still pretty bitter about that. Okay. Well, fine. Uh, Lady Tatiana's attendant takes the dog and gives you a check. Um as Lady Tatiana is still fainted from all this shock and trauma that you have done nothing to Asajj. That's that's great. Um, all right. No problem. Anything else you guys want to do? Jenny, you're so cute. And I, I do that like peekaboo with Jenny. Peekaboo. She makes chomping sounds at you. Yeah, let's... Or I'm going to roll a d20 to see if she actually tries to bite. Uh, uh, high or low? High. You're not the one getting bit. All of it, so all of it to choose. Hi. She does not try to bite you. Of course not. Oh, can I do prestidigitation to make, like, cute shapes and stuff at her? Like squares and things? Uh Uh-huh. Cool. I do that, and I make, like, cute noises and make, like, like, a little dinosaur, and, you know, it's fun. I'm thinking very about cool, starting cool. a kid show. <laughs> Did the tower burn down? No, it was stone. Stone can burn down. It did not. I think the dragon might notice. Yeah, I think so. You know, eventually. Just pop your head out and go, Oh, okay, this is on fire. Cold breath. Mm-hmm. Problem solved. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> this was there, there meanwhile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there? Meanwhile, anyways, I I think that I think we've accomplished pretty much everything today. Unless there's anything else you guys want to do, <laughs> Olive would like to use her share of the ten thousand gold to pay back the dude <laughs> that had the really long beard and gave us the vial. And can I have the rest of that vial, Doctor Card the Third? I can give you a portion of it. I, I earned this. I'm just. Yeah, you did. I'm just going to return as much of it as I can and all the gold that I got. I've got a great idea. Can we sneak um, a drop of it into um, the druid dude's, I forgot his name, his drink so he goes back? (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, I'm only giving uh, Olive a portion of it. I'm keeping most of it. So we can put in as many people's drinks as we want. (laughs) Great. All right, let's let's keep an eye on that. Okay, I'm writing this down. <laughs> I give right. every last drop back because I I feel bad the way oh. we got it. Uh, he is very thankful, but he does tell you that once it's been out of refrigeration for more than an hour, it does become inert. Oh, well, that'll be fun for them That's to find okay. out later. Cr- firsthand. Crud, I'm sure I'm sure Crud's got a freezer handy. It 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 has been like a full day. Okay. <laughs> I'm a doctor. I can like? figure it out. But they don't yeah, know re- that. They oh. don't Reverse know that. Reverse no. it. What does it taste like? Uh, um, yeah. The wizard also hands back your gold and says, you know, among all of your friends, you are just, you are a virtue to your profession. A testament to the honesty of adventurers. I can't take this gold from you. Like I said, don't worry. We'll we'll write it off in the ledgers. Uh, I, I, we have plenty of, of grant funding. It's It's fine. Okay. But then Olive will feel every time she's at the museum visiting her beau, she'll feel slightly guilty. 
avoid the magical artifacts section or whatever yeah, that was the alchemy or section alchemy, alchemy you could always make it up to him he's he's a lonely old man i'm sure there's plenty of things that he wants in his life maybe crepes maybe, maybe i'll take this old guy out for what <laughs> hey, hey some some old people wish for death this guy didn't remember how we intimidated him anyway i'll i'll take him out uh with richard and me for taste like crepes a few times and be his friend Ah, okay. He can have you can rent an old person at some libraries. Did you know, listeners? Uh huh. And you can take them out for crepes for half an hour. They're making faces. You're making such faces. See, that's why it's an important service. You got to rent an old per- rent a person for. It depends on how you read the idea of renting an old person. You keep them company, and you can be of any age, but it's usually older people. Well, I feel like at that point, the old person is renting you. Like, <laughs> I. I I'm not getting anything out of this, am I? Like, I'm just taking an old person out for crepes. Have you ever wanted to go to a restaurant or a place and you didn't have a friend to go with you and you didn't want to go alone? So you can go to your, talk to your local library. Some offer the service. You can rent a person for half an hour and just like go hang out. And usually it's someone who will tell you some interesting stories. Does that make the librarian a pimp? A pimp of the old people. Yeah. That's a real problem in Florida. This is not going the direction that I wanted it to. I'm just saying, <laughs> make some friends, have some pancakes. Rent some people. Okay. Rent some people. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like that's that like note. nudging towards slavery. Get arrested like, for prostitution. On no, that note, this was our adventure. It's just pancakes. <laughs> Welcome to Fire. Thank you for joining us at Fire Breathing Kittens. We were joined by Rolo. Thanks, everybody. Olive. It's just pancakes. Beans. So I've done some more calculations, and it turns out after jumping out of the window at uh, at 55 (laughs) miles an hour, I ended up 156 feet away from the tower. (laughs) Okay. And uh, uh, Dr. Crud. (laughs) Blue dragon's got to die. Okay, perfect. Thanks for joining us, everybody. (laughs) Bye. Hey, Omar here, resident tailweaver and CEO of A Tale of D20s. ATOD is a tabletop RPG podcast network currently hosting two amazing shows, The Comedy, The Natural Ones, where we follow Gris, Aang, and Hugh as they traverse the original world of the Roseland, and The Drama, Descent into the Void, where King, Cal, Monaco, Duran, and Horatio journey through the multiplanes to save the realms from darkness. You can find us on your favorite podcast app, Twitter at A Tale of D20s, on Facebook, facebook.com slash A Tale of D20s, or at A Tale of D20s.com. So let's remove the bookmark and begin our epic tales. The following is a brief bit of the Pedro and Banana podcast. Do you know what really um, freaks me out about the mask, yeah? Everyone's wearing a mask, right? CCTV mm. everywhere, yeah? You mm. think this is a fantastic opportunity for bank robbers. <laughs> yeah, Nobody's I know. robbed a bank. Yeah, Nobody's I know. robbed any banks. I've What's thought been exactly the same thing. I thought banks would be getting dropped left, right and centre. Just any kind of crime like that where, where CCTV's Anything, necessary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, where you wear a mask. Everyone's got a mask on, so you can't really identify me. Um, no, it wasn't me. It was him with the mask. Yeah, but, uh, it was, uh, it's not me. Yeah. It's bloke's got a mask on. I don't wear a mask. Yeah. Put, put a hood on, put your mask on. <laughs> that don't even look like Covered. my shotgun. My shotgun's green. That one's black. <laughs> I always had this Ferrari. 
That was the Pedro and Banana Podcast. Find them wherever you find podcasts.